1: You know, to be completely honest, uh, what is this? Luke's already playing audio. All right. To be completely honest, I don't don't like being the subject of the news story. As much as people try to claim that, they're like, oh, he was trying to get attention or whatever. You know, we wanted to have, we had an opportunity. We thought we were lucky to have several people on the show who were in the news because even right now, Mitch McConnell's coming out. You've got uh, um, Piers Morgan coming out. Stories about Donald Trump refusing to denounce Nick Fuentes because he doesn't want to alienate voters. This is the dominant story, and it's unfortunate we weren't able to actually talk about the news, but we have a lot of details to go through, stuff I talked about in the morning, new details that have emerged now, that they had a private plane ready for them after they left the show, which it's entirely possible they were able to, to get a private plane very, very quickly, but it also it seems very, very rare and unlikely, but again, I'm not, I don't, don't want to accuse them of anything. I think it's possible that they had this planned. They've been adamant they didn't plan this. And uh, I think it worked out very well for somebody who wanted revenge on Trump, considering the news cycle. So we'll talk about that, plus what's been going on outside of that. And of course, we want to talk about censorship and Elon Musk. Before we get started, head over to TimCast.com, become a member to support our work. We will have a members-only uncensored show for you tonight. We didn't have one yesterday because, you know, we had Yayan and he left. And uh, I'll say it again. Dude doesn't owe me anything. If he wants to leave, so be it. Nobody has to stick around in the show. They can always bail on me. That's the way it goes. Dude's a powerful billionaire or former billionaire, whatever you want to call him the last thing you need to sit here and and have me talk about whatever. So smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us to apologize is our good friend. I'll just throw it to you.
2: Tim, I'm sorry I left the show yesterday. It was a complete apology and I was very wrong and I'll be back whenever you like. Vote for me in 2024. Okay. How was that? It was okay, I guess. Well, I didn't want to be too, you know. Edgy? No, because then I wouldn't want to steal roles from black actors.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
2: don't want to get in the Hula Poo situation.
1: Oh, right, right. So you're Michael Malice. <clears throat> I
2: am Michael Malice. Yes. Shalom. I'm here Shalom representing you... Zog.
1: Okay. What do you do? Thanks who for coming, you... man. I think most people know who you are.
2: Oh, okay. Thing. Thing. A picture of What's God. your biggest Kanye claim to fame? I am the organizer Yay. of the Anarchist Handbook. You guys can get the hardcovers at anarchisthandbook.com. Um, BigCartel.com. And I was on a billboard because of you guys. That's right. In cool. Times Square. And my next book, th- oh, this is the big news before we get into this stuff. I finished my next book, The White Pill, yesterday. I'm uploading it to Amazon Thursday, I think. And we're going to launch it live on Timcast and see if we can get a book to number one on Amazon live and make internet history. But are you cool be you're cool. self-publishing yeah that's awesome why go through uh make
1: michael malice uh uh the number one amazon i hit seller. number three
2: this hit number three uh so hopefully we could hit number one
1: very cool man uh well how do you describe yourself for those who aren't familiar with you
2: i am uh an anarchist without adjectives i have a podcast called you're welcome twitter douche um and love lover of all peoples
3: well
1: okay Right on, we got Luke hanging out.
3: Uh, I think I'm I'm supposed to say Shalom Alaikum, right? I think that's that's what I'm <laughs> supposed to say there. Hi there, my name is Luke Rodowski here of WeAreChange dot org and today I have a T shirt of uh, Klaus Schwab. <laughs> I thought uh, I was supposed uh, to be the Jewish one. Uh, <laughs> Nick <laughs> of, 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 of Klaus Schwab saying that you will get no presents and you will be happy which you could exclusively get on thebestpoliticalshirts.com because you guys do that that's one of the main reasons why I am here thank you again so much for supporting me thebestpoliticalshirts.com Ian I am sorry you're perturbed your crystals have been disturbed <sighs> I told Nick madness. I told Nick I was like hey man they have LSD on them and then and then he was like joking and then like 5 minutes later he was like hey did, really did, did they? i was like yeah, yeah and then, wipe LSD and, but, but then house. milo came down and he just like knocked got high down. on lsd so, milo
4: you like lsd milo
1: uh no, no I, I think your brain is broken i
4: like those guys that was a chaotic situation last night i hope that we get a chance to talk to them in the future and kind of figure out you know like i was saying last night they're like ian would you have them back on and i'm like yeah i'm the kind of guy where they're like why would you interview the
1: devil crossland And I'm like, because people keep saying he's evil, I want to know why. No, he's
2: also, the devil's going to be pretty charismatic.
1: Yeah, let's 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 talk about this. This is actually a a good thing to get into. Like, Hosting them, what people were saying, your thoughts and everything, so we'll get into it.
4: And before we do, I want to point out, yes, you're welcome, Michael Malice Show, uh, I don't know, YouTube, and do you run it through any portals on web, your website or anything at this point? No, just it's on YouTube, I it's was on a-
2: Spotify, it's on, uh, it's on uh, Rumble, it's on Odyssey. It's I was on-, on an episode, if you guys haven't seen it, it was
4: excellent, Michael's a great interviewer. It was a lot of fun. Very fun, and I haven't seen you since then, so. That's true. Good to see you, buddy, you look good.
1: Thank you. Yeah, we got great. storage hanging out. Hey, buttons. low energy, Serge Dupriot. <laughs> What's up, everybody? How you doing,
5: YouTube? Take it away, Tim. Let's, let's, let's talk about... <laughs> the worst uh, by far
1: is
2: Serge. Very weak, very low
1: energy. <laughs> I do want to mention one quick thing, too. I had a phone call with Google today. They're panicking over Section 230 reform. Uh, so the Supreme Court has agreed to take up a case pertaining to recommendations. And so YouTube is now actively lobbying prominent creators, I suppose. <clears throat> I got an email... And it asked me to sign up for a certain date to talk to their head of policy. It was very nice. But uh, I was uh, uh, personally offended at the things that he was saying. So I'm not trying to be mean to the guy. We're going to talk again probably tomorrow. But uh, it seemed like they were trying to lobby me to agree that YouTube should have the right to be politically biased and be immune for, from defamation, which I absolutely do not. So we'll, we'll talk about that, too. But we got to get into this stuff. So here's the first story. Yeah, Many of you may have seen what happened last night on this show. And... um, I have concerns that we had, we had Ye, Fuentes, and Milo on the show. A lot of people messaged me beforehand saying, why are you having them on? What, they're using you, they have an agenda, and I'm, and, and this is Who's funny. they? Who's they? <laughs> no, 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 but listen, listen. They say, they, say uh, they as in general people messaging me, they're using you, Tim. They're using you. And I said, I, for all of them, why do you think people come on this show yeah. Do you think they're coming on because they love me and they want to hold my hand and smile and look at my face? Or do you think they're trying to promote a book? Do you think they're trying to get a message out? They're trying to promote their Twitter accounts. They have ideas they want to share. Of course, everyone's using everybody. I have guests on so we can make an interesting show. It's our business. They come on because it's an opportunity for them to, to share or sell or whatever. I thought we were friends. <laughs> think again. That's that's my, my, We're only having you on because you make us laugh. Okay. I no, guess I'm friends. a clown. <laughs> so here's, here's what I want to say because... Um, Right now, there's a lot of stories, you know, uh, Trump is being told that he's got to denounce these guys. There was a story that popped up on Fox Fox five. Kanye West spotted in Frederick after storming off of podcast. Here's the potential scenario. To be fair, the scenario is they abruptly left the show. They were on it. Ye didn't like that I was not agreeing with him or that I was pushing back in any capacity, got up and stormed off. Milo and Nick working for Ye wouldn't stick around and left. Immediately, they called a charter company to schedule a private plane who was very, very they were very lucky that a hot crew, it's what they're, they're on the ground ready to go, was available nearby and was able to then dispatch a plane to Frederick that they could then get into within a couple hours notice. Entirely possible. My personal opinion that sounds really, really crazy if that's the case. So when, I, when, when they stormed off the show, my, my first thought was that, um, like, okay, he stormed off the show. Then we talked about it, and I said it was the perfect thing to do if you wanted to generate press. There's a story going around that Donald Trump met with Nick Fuentes, an anti-Semite anti-semi white supremacist. That was all last week. First day, first thing this week, we have this show. And I think it was the first thing Nick said on the show. Was that something about it? Isn't it really them? And then immediately, Ye gets up and walks out downstairs, smile on his face, eating cookies. Apparently, uh, one of our uh, one of our guys here said that when they were leaving, he said something like, "I came, did the show, got what I needed, now I'm done. I'm leaving." And so that made me wonder about what was the goal. It's possible, maybe I'm just thinking too much into it. That Milo wanted revenge on Trump. Milo was quoted as saying he invited Nick because he knew Trump would mishandle it in the press. He wanted to make Trump's life, Trump's life miserable. Trump is mishandling it in the press. The first thing out of, uh, I believe it was the first thing out of out of Nick's mouth was, but isn't it them? And then, Ye leaves right around the half an hour mark when we're at 100,000 concurrent viewers. And that said to me they had to have planned this. Then I saw the video of them going to the Frederick Airport, boarding a what appears to be a super mid private jet right after the show within a few hours. And I was like, how did they charter a private jet that fast? It is entirely possible they did. I know where the jet originated. We did some sleuthing to figure it out. What happened was about a half an hour's flight time away, a hot crew, uh, uh, this is what I'm told. It is entirely possible. These are by the experts in the, in the private aviation. A hot crew was available. It, it would, or say, I'm sorry. What they said was a plane nearby flew to Frederick, landed for about an hour, and then departed with them. It is entirely possible that they happened upon what's called a hot crew. That's what they said, meaning there were people on the ground working, ready to take off, but for, no, but for no reason. The plane was not being used. Ye is a very powerful, wealthy individual. Perhaps he knows somebody and someone has his back. It's interesting considering everything he's been saying about how they're trying to arrest him and shut him down and silence him and censor him. But apparently he was able to get within two hours notice a super mid private jet to fly from here to Los Angeles with a crew active. I, I, th- I, I don't know what happened, but to me, it sounds staged. It sounds like they knew in advance they'd be leaving. At least Ye may have. Oh, that's,
4: that's not the vibe I got. I got that they seemed very genuine when they were here. I, I know Milo. I mean, he's a, gen- I mean he's, a, he's a zany dude, but like.
0: Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama is back
4: he's looking for redemption. That's his path right now. And Kanye is grasping at straws to try and find someone to help him. And Nick was so kind the entire time he was here. Like I've heard stuff about him. I've seen him say stuff online out of context. That's racist. But when you see him eyes to eyes, like the guy is looking for friends. Like he doesn't probably has been lived in an environment where he didn't have a lot of friends. So, when you, what happened was you and Kanye were going back and forth and kind of interrupting each other. You mentioned at one point, Tim, you were holding your finger up, before indicating you want to jump in. And he before was like, the oh. show. and he's like, you you want to say something? Go for it. Before the show. Yeah. And even so though, when, as during soon as the, the show, show started,
1: it, his demeanor changed.
4: So you guys were kind of had an agreement, like we're going to kind of talk over each other. We're going to flow. Nope. But then when Nick chimed in and you interrupted Nick, Kanye's face dropped and then he got out. He
1: was like, that's, that's you crossed the line. When before, you interrupt me, that's no, OK. You up, Nick, I'm out. Before the show, when we're doing pre-show and setting up, it was so different. Kanye said, yay, I'm sorry, said a few things. I pushed back, and he just had a smile on his face, and he's nodding along like, whatever. The show comes on, and all of a sudden, he's like, we went to Trump's dinner. I was invited first. I called Milo. So anyway, let's talk about anti-Semitism. And I'm like, whoa. Like, we were just talking before the show. You know what happened?
4: The first article.
1: No, he knew what the article was. We had the article pulled up Mm pre-show. He mentioned Pence. He asked Fuentes about Pence and what Trump— I said, "Is this, we'll, we'll use this story to launch the dinner and the controversy caused by it, and I'll ask you about how this dinner came to be, what do you think about it, what happened with it, and then what is yay 24, and I was like, who am I kidding, we're going to get into the anti-Semitism stuff, I'm going to push back, here's how it'll play out, like, I'm going to, if you guys want to say something, I'm going to put my hand up and let you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, talk about this and they're like of course no problem absolutely fine and then as soon as the show started all of a sudden it was like oh how dare you bring up this article oh my
2: here's what i don't understand about that dinner that doesn't make sense to me you do not get a plus three to meet with the president i don't care who you are that is not Piers morgan had a piece today that he you know he won the apprentice he was i think the first winner of the celebrity apprentice he was interviewing trump at mar-a-lago the Secret Service, you know, basically gives you an anal swab if before we're going to meet a former president, especially if you're dealing at Mar-a-Lago, which not that long ago was raided because there were concerns about things that are classified oh or, or, or whatever, uh, top secret, so on and so forth. I don't understand how if you're running for president and this is the scenario in your home, you're going to have dinner with someone, anyone, and be like, oh, yeah, you know, bring, bring your buddies and not – be paranoid, even just for security
1: reasons. Who are these people? Are they spies? Are they so on and so forth? I don't understand that. We we struggle with this here when we're when we're bringing people in. We have to be. We have sent this big, long-winded email about. Who's allowed here? What this means? Yeah. Vetted by you, stuff like that. Now, I wouldn't say it's like we're that strict where we. You but know.
2: you're not the president. Exactly. You're exactly. not a former president. It It's, it's absolutely beggars belief. And the other thing is like Jen Uygur had a tweet about like, this isn't a surprise. This is who Trump hangs out with white supremacists. It's like when someone's the president, you know exactly who they are hang out with. You know every minute of their day what they're having for dinner and so on and so forth. It's not a big secret. Their, their, their schedule is very public and very known. And it's it's a very big deal. This is the president of the United States. In this case, the foreign president of the United States. So what Trump is saying does not uh, cut ice with me. And what else is crazier to me, in all seriousness... His daughter converted to Judaism, right? So this is something that obviously—and I think one of his other kids married a Jewish woman. So he—the joke is, like, what's the difference between a New York Times reader and Donald Trump? Donald Trump's grandchildren are going to be Jewish. It's like if he has this in his family, for him to be like, well, oops, I didn't know, that's just confusing, You think he just trusted Kanye and was like, "If you want to bring whoever," but why would you you. trust? But he just—I think first of all, he has this this boner for celebrities that is really demented. Because that explains why he's endorsing Dr. Oz, who believed Jesse Smollett, who was for trans kid surgeries, you know, who had the whole laundry list of like, you know, very lefty ideas. Herschel Walker, who's just a football star uh, for Senate. Like the the love affair uh, Donald Trump has for people who are blue checks is is
1: demented. I want to I want to I think Ian's right about one thing that this guy's looking for friends. I can't speak to the things that I any of them have said in the past. Like what, what, what I should say is like, obviously, they've said deplorable things, testable things. But what I genuinely believe is we had Milo on this show a couple of weeks ago, and he talked about supporting Trump. He talked about vengeance. He wasn't talking about this stuff. It was it was it, his focus was different. Then he gets involved with with Ye brings in Fuentes. And now all of a sudden, this is like a particular component of his his career, or his personality What I think happens is when you cancel people, they go in the only direction they can. Wait, I'm going to disagree because I have receipts from Milo.
2: Because when this all came out, I wrote a book about this. There's a chapter about Milo in my book on The New Right. I think Milo is very, very charming. He's very, very witty. He's certainly very intelligent. Uh, And of all the people who got canceled, the reason he got canceled, I think, was one of the more BS reasons. Uh, He was the victim of childhood abuse. Uh, he spoke out about it in a kind of tongue-in-cheek manner. I don't begrudge anyone who's suffered through something like that how they should deal with the situation. And he was basically saying things like, okay, you know, this is something that I'm... He was kind of rationalizing it. Like, I'm yeah. glad this happened to me at a young age as opposed to being like, holy crap, you know, I got my innocence taken, out, taken from me at, at a time when it shouldn't have. So I think the fact that, that he was just like, you know, get out, like everything's ruined for you because of something that had been done to him where he was innocent as a kid or teenager, I thought was really kind of over the top. And clearly, it was like Al Capone going in jail because of income taxes. It really wasn't income taxes. There's a good excuse to get rid of him. Yeah. But he did an article um, a couple of years ago with the Jewish Journal because when this all came out, I'm like, I thought Milo was Jewish because I remember this being a thing at the time when he pushed back about the Nazis about this. I sent the... Hold on, let me pull it up. I got the uh, DM here. And here's the article from the Jewish Journal. This is from nine, 2019. Uh, and he was talking about this then because this is with the Jewish Journal. And he had said, I'm quoting Milo here, Um, let me get out, he goes, he thinks the Jewish community and the Jewish lobby would be well served to not throw a gasket every time someone throws out what it may appear to be an anti-Semitic trope, and he says, this is quoting Milo, just like I don't like left-wing political correctness about women and blacks and Muslims, I don't like right-wing political correctness about Jews and Israel. So, And he said, people claim that really stupid things are anti-Semitic that are not really anti-Semitic, or they make more of a fuss about it than they need to. So at a certain point, he has been addressing this at least uh, Twenty nineteen, So three years ago.
1: What, what I mean to say is uh, if these guys were given an opportunity, if 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 some if some obviously it would never happen. But if you went to any one of these guys and said, we want you to be a brand ambassador for a big company to make you a lot of money, but you got to stay away from these subjects, they'd say yes. Yeah, probably. I think what happens is when people get love bombed, you'll get somebody who like starts getting a bunch of tweets where they're like, hey, I like what you're saying. Keep saying more of it. And then they're going to start feeling good. They're going to be like, oh, I'm getting all this attention, building followers. And then uh, some people are just going to say, like, this, these are people supporting me and I'm going to side with them. But there's an inverse to that. When you ban someone and they have nowhere to go and they can't get redemption, they will go to whoever is willing to accept them.
4: And and on top of just the love bombs, it's the financial incentive, because if people are getting paid because they have a following, now they're getting ad revenue or they're getting direct subscriptions, no matter what they're saying, if they're saying really cruel, evil things and they're getting paid for it, um, that's free speech. But also that can incentivize the continuation of the behavior. And it's kind of tough to dig out, especially if you get canceled. You're like, well, the only people that pay me are these people and they only watch me because of this content. So let's do more
3: of that when you get canceled, when you get censored, you get sent off to the far corners of the Internet where a lot of people get radicalized and people need to understand bad ideas need to be uh, fought with good ideas. And we don't have this battle of ideas. We never had this battle of ideas, mainly because of centralized controllers, big tech intervening and saying, no. We don't like what you're saying. We don't like your political stance. Be gone. You're, and then those ideas are never routinely challenged, r- routinely questioned. Uh, there's no pushback against them. And only in places where they fester and grow are are these kind of larger elements that, that again, never see the light of public day. And I, and I think this is why we need to debate. We need to argue. We need to, of course, create steel men arguments and uh, question and debate everything.
4: I, this is a, another takeaway I had from last night. I love the YouTube as a, as a platform, I've loved this since Steve Chen and, and Chad Hurley built the thing, and the third guy, who I don't know the name of, sorry, dude. Uh, and it, but last night conversation was not a conversation for YouTube in its current state. If you guys want to fix up your terms of service into a more free speech-oriented thing, it would be. But when we have people on that there's a chance they might violate the terms of service of the platform, we got to go to another platform. Because we need to let those guys speak. Those people need to speak. And then let them, because if Kanye had went on for 30 minutes and then Nick responded for 20 minutes and they said all sorts of offensive things that YouTube would have stopped, we'd have a chance to rebut and talk about it and come to some sort of consensus that ideally we
1: would all come out of better people from. Michael's got this look on his face.
2: Well, I, I mean, I, I think the problem is whenever, like, let's look at, um, like, let's look say something that's radioactive in a different way. The, the recent ad campaign about Balenciaga. Right. So if you're going to have people talking about the pros and cons of Balenciaga, you can, and the ads where they had those kids with the teddy bears in bondage, and I want to use words carefully, I can see how a corporation would be like, you know what, we're trying to have a certain image and have a certain platform, and there's certain things that are going to be uh, beyond the pale here. Because they have to be worrying about their advertisers. I'm okay I mean, with that. The well, power, but-
1: power of corporate America is just absolutely enormous. I, I there was another story about Balenciaga. They had done similar ad campaigns, and people are saying there's no way that that slipped. Like there's no way they produced an ad and didn't know what they were producing. I, I
2: think there's absolutely a way because this is how because I think we all we forget how dumb suits are. So all it would take would be one uh, um, art director and then for him to be like, look, it's arty, it's edgy. The kids were not yeah. being shown themselves in any kind of uh, provocative or, or uh, state of di- di- um, uh, undress. They were just showing iconography, which is very different from like Maplethorpe, who's in museums where you're showing full frontal on little girls, which Jeez. got funding. Which oh yeah, oh you didn't know about Maplethorpe thing. Huh. This oh this oh this is this is another example of how the corporate press is just completely dishonest. If you look at articles, Maplethorpe had funding from. Uh, um, the the NEA, right? The National Endowment for the Arts. And he was this great photographer. A lot of the photography he was taking was very, very transgressive. It would be like two men, one has a whip somewhere, another one with the razor on his, you know what? And he had, and then, then Jesse Helms, who was Senator at the time, says, this is not where our money should be going to. And he was condemned as homophobic. Well, many of these images were literally child pornography. There's one of a little girl with her knee up, flashing her genitals to the camera. But if you read any USA Today, Washington Post article, It really just sounds like you've got two guys kissing and Jesse Helms, the homophobe, has a problem with it. So it's completely skewed. Just just let me finish. So in terms of Balenciaga, if you look at it, you could be like, oh, it's kids with teddy bears. It's like they're punks. You know, you got this badass thing. You're not going to really read, oh, here's the printout of this lawsuit. Here's what this book entails, so on and so forth. I
3: disagree. I don't think it suits missing it. I think. The, the messaging was clear. There's a history of it, and I think there's a reason Balenciaga deleted their Instagram, deleted their Twitter, because people were picking up on more and more and more signs. There's no way that you could see that image and be like, yeah, totally fine, totally okay. There's no way. It was so blatant. It was so in our face, and there was multiple instances, more than once. Multiple, uh, multiple times where it's just extremely troublesome and for an executive to look at it and say, oh, teddy bears, BDSM no, dolls. The, the executive uh, yeah, yeah, babies laying down in, in precarious ways. Uh, oh, yeah, th- to tape here or this case. Here. There's no way they missed it. I think it was a deliberate sign to just brag about what they were doing. When, you look, at, when you look at the fashion industry, they have a long history of being, uh, let me just finish really quickly. They have a long history of, of having a lot of Jeffrey Epstein types. Jeffrey Epstein was all in the fashion industry right. and a lot of the other individuals that were on that client list are still in the fashion industry, were never held responsible for their crimes and whether it's running Victoria's Secret, sending out this messaging. This messaging is not something that is an accident because they've been doing it for many years, trying to normalize children as models. And a lot of the female models look like young boys. I don't think that's an accident. I think a lot of this is on purpose because there's a lot of very dark, sinister people in that industry that want to gloat and highlight how bad they are and and they want to get away with it. And this was this representation from what I saw.
2: I'm not disagreeing with anything you said. What I'm saying is it's not that they missed it. It's that the suit was like, this isn't my job. Uh, You have a photographer. That photographer has a brand name I'm just the guy, the money guy. I'm going to let him do what he wants. It's not my place to jump in and interject. And basically, in that industry, these people who have brand names, like Balenciaga is a brand name, can basically have free reign to do whatever the heck they want.
3: They spend millions of dollars on these fashion shoots. And it works. over every little detail. I mean, the, the president of the United States literally decides what kind of tie he wants to, to, to set a particular mood, to have the particular background. There's no way they're spending millions of dollars on these fashion shoots and not micromanaging every little small element about, of it
2: hearing what i'm saying what i'm saying is i
3: I don't think it's a suit i think it it was deliberately done and i I think the suits were complicit in it
2: okay i I think a lot of times in big corporations the responsibility is very much disjointed and one hand is not knowing what the other hand is doing and i think the reason wait hold on the reason why the social media got pulled is because then someone realized holy crap otherwise they would have left it up because they're right. like, this has been going on for a long time. We got to do an analysis to figure out when this started, how many of these iterations are there. So you think people were like seeding this information into the
4: Oh, they campaigns? definitely were. It's not even a question.
3: It's, it's, it's everywhere in our entertainment, especially yes. if you look at Disney, especially if you look at the subliminal subconscious mind control, which I particularly call it, and the larger kind of degeneracy that is being pushed on the individuals and even the corporate media, even talking about minor attracted persons. There's a huge agenda when it comes to trying to normalize this kind of debauchery, this kind of horrible behavior that a lot of powerful people inside of the government were committing, especially when they were going to that private island and doing absolutely horrible things to children that they kidnapped.
2: If you look at the cover of the DVD for The Little Mermaid, if you look at at the scene in Aladdin where they're getting married, in the scene in Aladdin, the priest is excited. Let me just put it that way. (laughs) If you look at the background of The Little Mermaid, one of the towers looks like a certain thing. Uh, of a male anatomy. My point is a lot of times.
5: Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day, playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing. They were also playing Chumba Casino. coincidence. I think not. Everybody's loving, having fun with it. Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, anywhere These
2: artists will put things that the suit will be oblivious to. That's all, and that's one example where you're. Wasn't
1: not wasn't with. there a movie, The Great Mouse Detective, yeah. or something, where there was like an actual they put like uh, like porn somewhere in it or something like that? People people chatted this. To, there, to us there's before. a bunch
3: of adult content and wieners all throughout, uh, you know, content <laughs> for for small children, and uh, I, I think when it comes to these particular cases. Uh, we know so little because a lot of this is done in secrecy. We shouldn't be excusing it as an accident. We should always, with the absence of evidence, when we see very sinister people who have a history of hurting small children, always think the worst case possible scenario and demand more evidence. And I no, think excusing yeah. excusing it as oh the suits just missed it is is an instant or element. I, I, I'm sorry if I if I got your argument wrong. But
2: I, but I don't. I'm saying the suits just missed it. I said yeah. in very many cases bec- how these people work. Is they will get things past the goalie because the people who are looking don't know what to look for and are oblivious to it. And in fact, the fact that this has been going up. For, hold on, Ian. Uh, Looks oh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. No, you hold on. sorry. Sorry. The fact that this has been going on for so long and has only been picked up now speaks to the point that I'm making that v- they're very good at getting things on a subliminal level that people aren't going to register. So if you have Balenciaga ads and you have literally tens of thousands of people seeing these ads at, and they're only getting picked up now, that just Speaks to my point that a lot of times the money guy or the, or the accountant or whoever is is kind of signing off on this. They're not going to always be aware of what they're seeing.
3: Yeah, I, 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 I don't mind being compared to Ian. I think Ian's great, uh, but but at the same time, never excuse. No one's excusing uh, anything. Uh, I, I know. N- never try to blame something. That that uh, it could be construed as an accident when it when it could be malice.
1: That's backwards. Malice. I that's, 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 I, hold on, hold on. I, I, sorry, Hanlon's, sorry. Hold I, on, hold explain on. Explain it, Tim. Hanlon's razor is the opposite. Would prove malice. Would 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 suggest malice is right. Never attribute to malice that which can be explained by incompetence. Yes,
3: thank you. You said that a lot better than I. But had.
1: but that would imply that Malice's argument is is more likely true. I, I would I would just, just say one point on this. I I agree a bit with with you, Michael. Um, and, and I, I'm not trying to argue with either of you. I think someone intentionally did this and intentionally no did it for a long time. No question. And there are people who are supposed to be gatekeepers. Right. If hundreds of thousands or millions of ad viewers didn't even notice this, I, it's possible that the gatekeepers of these companies don't notice this stuff either, but someone is intentionally doing it. And also, it if, and you look at it, it if you look at
2: Hollywood history, like <clears throat> there were a lot of gay references that were meant there for gay audiences, whereas the straight people watching this and the executives would be completely oblivious. And there's college courses about this where they go back and deconstruct these old movies.
3: The higher you go up in a lot of these bigger institutions, especially corporations, the more likelihood that there's going to be a sociopath in them. Yes. So, so on that assessment and in the absence of evidence, I'm going to assume the worst mainly because I know what they're capable of. And I think we should, from a point of view, not excusing their behavior, but at the same time saying, hey, they have a long history here. Let's get the evidence here because they they probably are doing some of the most awful, sinister, horrible things that you can't even Lu- fathom Lu- and Lu- imagine yourself. Lu-
2: you're talking to me. Who are you perceiving as excusing this
3: behavior? No, no, no. I, I, I'm saying the the, the 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 suits that just were not aware of it.
2: But I, that's not an excuse. That's an explanation. If you are yeah, signing, yeah, 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 yeah. if you're signing off on something, but that allows
3: of- them, but that gives them a-, a way to say, oh, we just didn't know. Yes, absolutely, we didn't know. We just didn't see this happening. I I don't, I don't want to even give them that. But I,
2: I, think, I think where you and I disagree, and let's take away from Balenciaga, is if you look at, let's suppose, the Senate, right, or, or, or politicians, a lot of these people in power are not very bright. And a lot of times it's their staffs that, staffs that are doing these malevolent things and are putting things over and the American people th- things in terms of war. So I, that, and that's one of the reasons why I'm so hopeful is because when you look at the people who tend to be in power, they're really often very unimpressive.
3: Yeah, I, I think they they use that as a way to cover their larger actions. You think
2: Biden knows what the hell's going on?
3: Um, absolutely not. He's okay. a puppet. That's and all, I think okay. there's 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 bigger controllers and there's That's bigger interests right behind page. him. That's- okay. Sorry. Well, it
4: sounds like up. you guys are both right. It was both malice and incompetence <laughs> at no. some level. People were maliciously putting child warnings. I
2: say 100% malice. I did it. Zero incompetence. I did it. I got away with it, and I'll do it again.
4: <laughs> so I, this is an interesting conversation. I used to call them minor attracted people because I'm like, well, I want to be sensitive about these, this, this, whatever, this oh delusion or whatever. Ooh. And Ian. now I'm like, yeah. okay, pedophile. But the thing about pedophile is there's a big difference between a 20 year old and a 17 year old hooking up consensually and a 25 year old and a nine
1: year old right. getting it on. But when but, the nine year old doesn't but, know what's but, happening. But Ian, Ian, that's just. With all due respect, but they're both considered you're, you're, pedophiles. No, they're not. Well, I mean, if one ki- one's a, a and, consensual called, statutory rape. No, okay, listen, Ian. There's something called Romeo and Juliet laws. Yes. A okay, they're like 15 they, years old or 16 years old, wherever it's not then, legal in the state. And then there's another word for that, I guess. What, a I, I guess, I don't know. Uh, but whenever, there, you hear, whenever you
2: see that word written on the internet, run, run away from the hills. Right, exactly, right? you're what? like,
1: it, it, I, I get it. At that point, it's like, it doesn't matter. My point is, if if two young people are within three, three or four years of age, many states say that's protected depending like I think in, in some of the states they have these like like 13 is the limit or 14 is the limit. Mm-hmm. So basically between 14 and 18 are shielded from these, these laws or whatever. But or, it would or, be or like or within three years of like 20. So if you're like a 20 and a 17 year old. So
4: like if know. a 25 year old and a 17 year old consensually
1: were hooking up,
4: it's big difference than a 25 year old and a no nine year old.
1: No one's disagreeing
4: kids. with you, Ian. So But they're both called pedophiles. That's the problem with the word. It's no, so charged that if someone gets statutory rape accusation and they're 25 yeah. and she's 17 or they're 23. 17 and
2: 25 is not a pedophile.
4: Well, a lot of people, I think, consider them because what? they're considered minors. They consider them pedophiles, and that's dangerous. I, sh- I agree with that it's term. dangerous,
2: but I think there's there was a New York Times article several years ago when they were looking at. I, I'm, we're, I, I mean, I, I'm, this is going to be a darker episode than I expected. Well, why don't go, we? Why don't we? Family get like friendly language. Can I just, just make We were this talking a,
1: about yay and like politics. This, yeah,
2: let's get the fun stuff. You know the <clears truth. throat> Uh There was a New York Times article. Were, they were they're investigating uh, child pornography. And according to that piece, the whoever, the FBI, I guess it was, didn't have enough staff to even handle the infants that were being in these videos. So the amount of uh, um, very young uh, stuff that's out there is profoundly disturbing. Um, yep. And I was going to write a book about this. I talked to my agent about it several years ago. And he's like, do you really want to be doing this research? And I'm like, yes. Yeah, and
3: problem. there's multiple incidences of people coming to big platforms like Twitter a couple years ago and saying, hey. My photos here when I was underage are yes. being leaked here. Twitter saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll do something about it. And then ignoring those oh, people. Can we talk about this Screwing Twitter? them over. Oh, and then at I'm the angry. same time, now, Twitter, for the first time, is saying, we're going to be addressing this problem. And now the Apple App Store is going to is no, threatening no, no. to Let, cancel them. That's absolutely crazy. This, this
2: is the one. This is the oh, you You got me triggered. Now, OK, now I'm going to go full Luke. Elon so. Musk. Uh, eliza blue if you're out there i think she's been on the show yeah uh, this has been her big issue getting a cp off of twitter god bless her this is something that is uh unambiguously a problem something unambiguously horrific and evil uh, period end of story and a lot of times people who were in the, as, as you said were in these pictures images or videos would contact twitter and twitter shrug their hands elon musk took over and he's like all right this is going to be like priority one. Like, this is a complete non-starter. This has got to go. We can worry about racism, homophobia, transphobia, gender pronouns, whatever. This is a problem. Forbes, who is an agent of the devil, wrote a tweet and an article that says, Elon Musk has tried to take on uh, Twitter's child abuse nightmare, but according to experts, has only made it worse. And they tweeted nine times. I looked up how often Forbes had mentioned Twitter and children in the past They've literally never even used those two words together previously. So now that Elon is trying to do something about it, there Forbes you. has an issue with it because yep. they don't have an issue with it. They have an issue with Elon Musk. Yep. So this speaks to what Luke is saying: how many people there are in power who do not care about children at all, but who only care about power and who get off on having
1: power over their people, including young children. I've been and they
3: brag about it many so times let me, let me, by doing photo shoots.
1: <laughs> let's 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 jump to this story from Fox Business in, in light of what you're bringing up. Musk is planning to release the Twitter files on free speech Ooh. suppression. The public mm-hmm. deserves to know. Ooh. So, uh, of course, I sat down with, you know, uh, Rogan and, and, and Jack and Vijaya, and I believe they outright lied to us. That the whole thing was just lies. Hadn't I think, they lied under oath, too? I, I don't know about them In specifically, okay, but, but, yeah. I'm, but I'm willing to bet Twitter staff probably have lied on, under oath to Congress, or at the very least they've lied to Congress, or even less than that, been wrong to Congress. Sure. Great. We'll, we'll, we'll hear what's going on. I gotta say, though, the Twitter files... I, am, I would bet a substantial amount of money that they have files on child exploitation where there's a manager saying like, hey, don't do anything because it'll draw attention to us and it'll be bad for the stock price. Stuff like that.
2: Oh, my God. Uh, I, I, would yeah, you, would I, you
1: agree they were probably behind the scenes? I am
2: so – I'm praying with every fiber of my being that you're wrong. Like that's something that's so like purely evil. That to have that in writing, it's it's just so disturbing. What do you expect of these people? Like that? No, that, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But it's still, it's just it's uh, it's just horrifying to even think about. Why, weren't, will have why been, weren't they yeah. taking it
1: down?
3: Yeah, it's
2: a great question. That's that's a very Elon. Important question. Elon
1: snaps his finger. He, he I, I, that's unfair. He's working very hard getting everybody saying shut it down, and it's disappearing.
3: Yeah. And, and these people at Twitter were taking advantage of the power and responsibility they had for their own personal benefit, for the personal benefit of the power in for the powers in charge for the government, for the intelligence agencies, for the multinational corporations that are calling the shots there. Uh, so they're capable of doing a lot of very underhanded evil things. And I think Elon Musk, even a couple of days ago, was tweeting, hey, you know, it's far worse than I even expected it to be. And I bet there's probably so much evil, so much Just nasty actions being committed by these people that that a lot of people can't even imagine how how bad it gets.
1: Let me me ask you, uh, uh, Ian, because you worked for Mines and you actually saw a lot of the content that violated. I can't imagine, like based on your experience, how bad you think it is with Twitter? people posting this stuff.
4: It's got to be magnitudes worse because there's magnitudes more people using it. And I mean, like times 10, times 10 times ten. there's probably like a 10,000 more times more people using it. So I would imagine there's 10,000 times more. But porn. What I mean there's is probably that, even more than that because it's a centralized yeah, it's, focus right. of interaction. So you,
1: you you actually had to deal with moderation when it came to this kind of
4: stuff. Yeah. And I'm wondering if the FBI went to Twitter and was like, oh, that's child porn. Leave it up. It's a honeypot now. Let's oh, see gosh. everybody that, that shares it and comments on it. Those are the people we're well, going to. Like, yeah, yeah, the
3: federal government has run many adult um, child websites um, and uh, the, the stories of what they were doing is absolutely shocking.
2: What about what? the Banjo boys? In Af- Is that how it's pronounced in Afghanistan? I don't know. So, oh, right. right yeah, right, right. our allies in Afghanistan had a thing where they would bring out young boys and mm-hmm. have their way with them and basically the U.S. look, this is also New York Times, the U.S. Yeah. armed forces were told, they're on our team, look the other way, this isn't our problem.
3: And then the, and then the soldiers that spoke out against it were court-martialed and punished yeah. that were trying to stop it. So was your tax dollars? Revolution, your man. tax dollars were paying for the U.S. military protecting and aiding small children being hurt in more
1: ways than one. I just what, what, wanted what, to come here and make some Jew jokes. <laughs> well, <you're>, you are, <laughs> and they're hey, hilarious. Hey, hey, The Balenciaga stuff opens. <laughs> the yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But look, look. Okay, it's we, a we killer we, material. We can talk about. I mean, what's going on with Twitter? Because it's not just obviously the dark, dark stuff. But we're probably going to see overt political bias. We're probably going to see election interference. Outright, them saying the Hunter we, Biden thing off the absolutely. top. Absolutely, there's
2: no question, that and they're was pro- outright
1: up, uh, election interference. And they're probably going to be saying in, in the private chats, "This is going to help uh, Biden win, or we have to stop Trump." Things like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's no question. That's they. they it's it, dark, but I've lightened it. How yeah, no, no, no. That that is that is the um. Although the Hunter Biden with the the neph with the niece and whatever, that's a whole other situation. Yeah.
1: But, <laughs> Here yeah. we go again. Yep.
2: <laughs> no, but I, I I there was this Norm Macdonald uh, meme which I don't think he ever really said, uh, where the quote ascribed to Norm, which is, I'm starting to think that the the, the Pedophile devil worshipers who run our government don't have our best interest at heart, um, <laughs> yes. and there's a lot of truth to that.
3: Yes, absolutely.
2: Yeah. I'm wondering what other when they pull
4: up these Twitter files that Elon's talking about, if they're gonna they're gonna find words that have been down Can I oh, can, I make, ev- can I make
2: everyone even more depressed? Let's do Hell yes. Let's do it. Please do. Let's go. So. Uh, the thing that really upsets me is the virtual certainty that nothing will happen as a consequence of this. And let me give you an example when this happened. We all remember the Brett Kavanaugh hearings. And the, what do you, you think of Christine Blasey Ford, Julie Swetnick was an example where it absolutely, you know, she's saying that Kavanaugh was at these parties where there was trains run on her. It's like, why are you going back to these parties? Michael Avenatti was her lawyer. People were tripping over themselves to put her on TV. It turned out her story made no sense. It, it didn't add up. She'd never met Kavanaugh, so on and so forth. Um, Chuck Grassley, Charles Grassley, who was just re-elected, who was, I think, head of the Judiciary Committee, ranking uh, hardcore Republican. He put out a press release earlier this year how he wrote a letter to both the Department of Justice and the FBI Asking for follow up about someone who lied to affect you know, yeah. uh, the Supreme Court nomination, and they didn't bother reply. Neither bothered replying to him, and then he wrote them another another letter. And this is his press release. See, I'm writing letters that are completely ignored. Vote for me. So, <laughs> I, the the fact that he's boasting about the fact that he can't even get a like a, someone on the phone from the Department of Justice or the FBI about something that is central to our legal system just speaks to me how little appetite there is in Washington among members of both parties to have any kind of repercussions for this. And another great example of this is I really drives me crazy when boomer conservatives think, oh, pedophiles are Democrats, like as if it's somehow like, you know, they're into kids, but they're also to socialized medicine. Um, <laughs> the, the Speaker of the House, Dennis Hastert was a predator on young boys. And he went to jail as a consequence for things that have to do with this issue. The Democrats never bring it up. They never mm-hmm. use this as a cudgel. They never say, why well, don't you bring back Dennis Hastert's money? They're more interested in talking about like Margaret Taylor Greene or Trump or, or, or George W. Bush, who's now a good guy. Yeah. So that, yeah. to me, is very, very disturbing.
4: Yeah. I have not given up on politics, but I'm so disinterested in attempting to use that corrupt system to fix a world that was we need to make poli- like, politics is a result of a healthy society
3: so let's build a healthy society then there will be politics look we fix we, him.
1: <laughs> well so look look, look. We, hey
3: i'm trying i'm trying to get him to exercise that's been we had you, you said well, you did, wanted uh, to I do it yesterday last night. i, I told en- you want to do it enraged I, after the show i me, think
2: you need to read this book <laughs> I, I would
1: wanna, love I just wanna, to. You can, I I can only help like, people like, so much. Yeah, you got to yeah, open yeah, the door; yeah, so they yeah. got to walk through. Fair. I want to. I want to mention just as, as we're talking about this subject, and 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 boy, as it, are, are we in it? I guess because the Balenciaga stuff, we really needed to talk about this. But there is there there is a positive for us who are challenging these things, trying to get these things taken down. Grateful to Elon Musk for putting a stop to this, and it's that I was talking to a friend, and I said something like. As, as f- semi-facetiously, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, people believe that a cabal of powerful global elites are trafficking kids and doing weird things. Pause. Because now we know they are because of Epstein and Maxwell's right. conviction. Hey, that's funny, right? If you said that a few years ago, people would call you crazy, but something happened. And now we know they, they, they it, it happened. They're doing it. Maxwell locked up because of it. Mm-hmm. And now we're still sitting here wondering who were their clients. Right. So yeah. not only do we know it happened, we know there are still people who have never been held to account. She went
3: down for providing, um, you know, uh, a service for clients that weren't there. That absolutely doesn't make sense. And and this wasn't the first time that there have been major government officials caught in these larger, horrible things that they were doing to children. Dennis Hassert is one of them. The former prime minister of the United Kingdom, Edward Heath, another major no, one. No, 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 I,
2: I looked him up. Ed Heath it's 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 um, it's ambiguous so let's give him some credit. I mean
3: Ed, when he's hanging out with Jimmy Seville. I
2: didn't know he was hanging out with Jimmy Seville. Yeah,
3: I mean uh, Heath
2: it, was we don't have receipts on Heath. I, who's who's Heath by the way? He was the Margaret he was the prime minister that Margaret Thatcher dethroned. I talk about it in my next book.
3: Yeah, but 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 again it, there are many the, 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 Canes. Yes, there's we we just keep going. How many times and how many instances there are of government using your tax dollars to facilitate some of the most atrocious, horrible acts on the face of the earth that in, people can't even think I about. I
2: think it was in 1969, 1971, uh, if you look up, like, F- French Philosopher's Declaration, a oh, bunch yeah, of prominent yeah. French philosophers, including Sartre. Early 70s, late 60s. The 70s, where they all signed a letter saying that uh, age of consent sh- laws should be abolished.
5: It's wild. Wow. Yeah, it's wild.
2: There's, there's
1: evil out there. So man. please look it up, double That's check what, it. Okay,
4: I want to talk yeah. about evil and cabals because you're saying these conspiracy theories, people don't know if they're real or not. Well, I, hold, well on, this, hold on, This is
1: very known. Right, right. Like the Epstein stuff, is, 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 it's no longer the realm of conspiracy. Yeah. Maxwell was convicted. Yeah. I, want to shout, I want to shout out uh, Phoenix499 who super chatted us saying, all you need to know is that Maxwell was the first person to, conv- to be convicted of trafficking kids to nobody.
5: Yeah. yeah. So,
1: so there's people out there. These are evil people. They've gotten away with it for now. And one more, let's get
2: a little personal. I was on Rogan a couple years ago because a friend of mine, Matt, and he told me to use his name. He came out to me because he had been the victim of childhood sexual abuse. And the reason I bring this up every so often is it's still one of those things where there's such a stigma to it that people are scared to talk about it. Like, if I found out that your mom, you know, was, was an alcoholic, I'd feel bad for you, Luke, but our friendship wouldn't really change if I found out, you know, something happened with you, Ian. But this is the kind of thing where people are scared to say something, because if you talk to them about it, they think you're going to think they're a wounded bird, you're going to think they're a freak, you're not going to be able to make certain kinds of jokes about them. And as a result of this, this social stigma, they keep it silent, you know, for the rest of their lives, which is really, really making a victim even worse. And after I was on Rogan, I talked about this, four more Of my friends came out to me. So if I know five people, that means I definitely know more. And that means this happens a lot more than people realize. And until people start talking about it and normalizing coming out and accepting people who've had this done to them, they're going to keep getting away with it. Because the reason these people get away with it is like, don't tell anyone. And that you're a kid, you're not going to know any better. So it's it's a very, very uh, uh, disturbing cycle that hopefully we're going to be able to break uh, in the very near future. You think it's just yeah. by
4: normalizing sexuality, adult sexuality in our society?
3: No. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs>
4: like, okay. like we, people are afraid to talk about sex and then they no. go and, no. and, and, and no. shame, watch no. porn and abuse kids. Like, if we, if they have a healthy conversation about it, maybe it will prevent that kind of behavior. You,
3: no, do you, you don't... No. Come on. no, I, I, I can't, I can't. Like we live I'll in, give we you live this in, one. We live you. In the, See what I have to deal with? I gotta deal with this every day.
4: We are the result of Puritans and they were very anti, like, it was puritan puritanical has that adjective attached to it for a reason is because it's like no sex this no might drugs, be no.
2: the most the, you've gone full ian this is the most <laughs> this is i the almost most, did porn man i'm like the- should i be doing porn right now should i be waking people up to the idea that sexuality is okay i i completely agree sexuality is okay if you want to do porn i'll support you thank you but i think this is something very different from people you know not talking about what kind of sex they have as opposed to like awful things were done to me as a kid and they didn't use force and on some level it was pleasurable and i was confused because i was a child and i wasn't physically hurt they didn't punish me i didn't know how to feel about the time and now as an adult i still don't know how to feel about it and this has disturbed me all my life and i'm turning to drugs or alcohol because i don't know how to deal with it like the the record my opinion
1: hunter biden perhaps yeah that's
3: not, that's that's a big uh, a big can of worms that we could open up here in just a little bit. But Ian, I do not support your adult uh, <laughs> history. You haven't or, seen or, me work yet. I do not. I do not want to. Oh, uh, no. And and let's, there's a big difference between satanic evil people using like sex as a way to gain energy and 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 feel like they have power over some over actual genuine love and Teaching intimacy. Someone there's a big sex. difference. Let's, let's
1: let's segue to censorship because um, I have this. I have a story from Lawfare. Supreme Court grants certiorari, I'm pronouncing that wrong probably, In Gonzalez v. Google and Twitter v. Tamne, an overview. I'm not sure these are the exact cases. I I believe these are the cases in question, but I highlight these stories to tell you that uh, I had a phone call with Google today. It was scheduled in advance a few weeks ago. I received an email where it was sent, I, I believe, to larger YouTube channels, warning that Section 230... This is the shield big tech uses to eliminate uh, content they they don't like as distasteful while being immune from any responsibility due to hosting some some of this content. I believe they're on track to lose these protections in a very serious way. So Google started doing this reach out.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: Got an email wait, wait, Can we focus on that point? Because I think it's a big one in terms yeah. of the odds that they're going to lose. I think the odds are very high they're going to lose because their argument is we're, a pu- we're, we're not an editorial. We're just a publisher, meaning anyone can put anything out there. Our hands are clean. However, if I'm editorial, if I'm picking articles, I'm, I'm promoting people, then I am having a voice. And therefore, the protections don't apply to me. Then I can be guilty of uh, libel or, or whatever, slander, whatever it is. And very clearly... All of these uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and YouTube are putting their finger on the scale and promoting some things over the other and make
1: editorial decisions. It's unambiguous. So uh, they're panicking. Yeah. I got an email and it said, we want to make you aware about the Supreme Court taking on these cases, which will have a big impact on recommendations. If the Supreme Court rules against us or our position, we may not be able to recommend your content anymore. And you know what I thought when I saw that? Ian should do porn. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. too. I I thought maybe um, that's a good one. (laughs) On minds. But no, I laughed. Are are you kidding me? That they would email this when we know for a fact they suppress our content. And I say we know for a fact because let me me, me tell you this. I get a phone call from the guy. We had a meeting. uh, I get the email. It says, please schedule. Here's my availability. I don't want to be mean to the guy. He called me and he was advocating for his position. I respect that. He wants to talk to me again tomorrow. I scheduled the meeting for whatever date was available. And uh, we had uh, some emergency stuff going on today. Obviously, we had a heck of a yesterday. So, you know, of course, we get slammed with a bunch of stuff today. You get it. But uh, I get a phone call. I'm in the car. And I'm like, well, I answer it anyway. And I'm like, hey, I'm in the car. And I'm like FaceTiming this dude. And he basically was was explaining that if the Supreme Court agrees with these people, that means YouTube, it, it, look, Section 230 says you can't sue. I'll, I'll, I'll give the simplified version. Can't sue YouTube because of what Tim Pool says. I am putting something out there. YouTube did not say it. However, it also says YouTube can't be considered a publisher right. or uh, of this content, even if they moderate and have editorial control over the platform. Now, how do you have it both ways? You're right. a so, corporation. You always have it both ways. Right. So, uh, So they call me and they say, listen, it may be, and this is so hilarious. The guy's like... Look, we, we might not be able to issue recommendations anymore. That means search because we use an algorithm. So if someone, imagine someone searched for your name and the, and the videos wouldn't come up. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, oh yeah, imagine it, huh? Imagine it, huh? I went off. I'm sorry. I snapped. I said, we, we hit 800,000 views on our video. No trending, no recommendations. There was a period where Google s- removed this YouTube channel from all of their search. You could type in a t- the title of a video. And I was like, and you're going to call me and tell me that I should be worried about this. You understand that you have so much weight against me. We succeed in spite of what you've done, that if YouTube strips you of your powers, we'll actually benefit from it. Two
2: two points. First,
1: people at home don't
2: realize that when Tim gets this angry, his beanie becomes a mushroom cloud. So it's kind of really cool to watch. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'm the victim of this too. On Instagram, you can't search for my name. You can't even tag me. You have to spell out Michael Malice because I'm completely sad or bad.
3: On on Instagram, if you try to follow me, it gives you a warning telling you not to follow me. Because yeah. um, I, I spread, quote, misinformation. You try to tag me, it says, don't you, sure you want to tag this guy? Really? You spread misinformation? You're bad, uh, more yeah. badass than yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. YouTube has been screwing me for, for, for in my entire career. What you described, Tim, has been happening throughout my entire career. YouTube promotes Authoritative sources, CNN, MSNBC, fake news spreaders—they don't spread Get independent this. media. I'm impossi- not in the search. I'm not in the results.
1: And it's almost impossible to find Eden's pornos. I have yes. looked a lot. No, listen, find listen. Them.
4: Look on the crossmatch.
1: <laughs> I, t- I want to tell you more about what this guy was saying. It's not actually porn on there. He said something to the effect of, "Imagine if we could no longer recommend you, and you were no longer part of like—I'm paraphrasing but something like the the m- mainstream conversation yeah. or something." And I'm just like, "Guy, that's what you've already done." We created a new channel, Timcast Music. We put up a video on it. It gets qu- half a million views in a day. Two days later, it is trending, number 23, our number, I think number 23 on YouTube. Surprise, surprise, a brand new channel with a big video gets play. We're trending. But IRL can get half a million views on an episode in two hours and never reach that mark. Can I make a point? My understanding is from someone
2: who has inside knowledge about this, that the trending up section on YouTube is manual. Right. Of course. So, so... Uh, it's not organic.
1: I, th- I think it's a mix, but I think it's largely editorial. Yeah, correct. I think there, there's obviously a component, but my, my, you know, my point was to the guy, I said, why is it that we know for a fact you can't Google search my videos... Like it, Facebook comes up. You can't, even, you can't even search my channel. When you would search for TimCast or TimCast IRL, it would, it would just show you playlists created by other people because they removed us from search. And you're telling me that you want the ability to be free from all liability when you choose to promote political speech from, say, ISIS, but then you expect me to defend you when you put the weights on us when we call out these bad players. I hope, I said this to him, I hope that, that the Supreme Court rules against you and everything is forced to return to reverse chronological feed because I will do better from it. Uh, Absolutely. This talks to earlier about how the suits were often oblivious because I bet you any money
2: that he had the exact same speech for everyone he was trying to call. He had a list of like 50 people and he had the exact same speech and, and was then, oblivious and, to who he was talking to. And then the call got disconnected, I yeah. guess. He, 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 but he that was us.
1: We, oh, can, we control the phones and the didn't weather. Didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he got disconnected. But uh, as I was talking, and I'm, I'm, I'm heated, but I was being polite. I, 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 it's not you personally, but dude, don't call me and think I'm going to side with you on this one. I, I don't think he did his research. I just
2: love the idea that like, you're going to holler up like it's Honji Brown Jackson and be like, come on. And she's like, all right, <laughs> like I've got a rule in favor of them. Yeah.
1: No, no, right. But, but I also thought that it was kind of funny that Google thinks they can start calling creators and saying, support our art. But they can. I bet you a lot of these creators are completely ar- ar- synthetic and, and a function of, of yes, their agor- algorithm. But I'm also willing to bet that when he calls leftists, they said the same thing I did. LGBT creators have been complaining a long time that YouTube suppresses that because it's not advertiser friendly. So they're going to call them and be like, defend our immunity. They're going to say, no. Restore reverse chronological feed so that we can have my, my video can be shown to my followers.
2: I bet you there's a lot of people who are happy to play ball. Because sure. if you look at any industry, the people at the top are often happy to lick the boot.
3: There's there's always some Ralphs willing to suck up to power and authority, yes. but I think a lot of people are absolutely frustrated and that's pissed true. off at these algorithms controlling our society that have been absolutely a net negative, not just to the mental health of this country, but when we see the 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 mental warfare that that's being created out there, what are you gonna, you're going to be doing something here? What but, do you but, what do you mean by algorithms? <laughs> Say it. Name them. <laughs> well like like i'm not going to you know bat an eye when the same huge organization that labeled me a conspiracy theorist now won't be able to editorialize i'm not going to be mad at that it's it's totally fine let people see what they want to see it's that simple if they subscribe to something if they want to see something let them see it we're adults here stop treating us like children i don't want to be recommended these stupid rv videos or these stupid truck life videos i don't want to be recommended some kind of psyop stop with the psyopsis stop with the nonsense i want to listen to what i want to listen to and that's what the people demand and that's what the people will get
1: i'm I'm on twitter and they have their algorithmic feed and their their home feed is what it's called and they have the reverse chronological feed i do really well posting my content and getting shares and getting followers without any kind of weird algorithmic impedance so youtube deserves to have that stripped away from them
2: i my twitter following went up uh in by an order of quadruple new followers a day once some switch got switched 10 days ago. Yeah. And Ben Askren, who is now 0 for 3, uh, my show episode with him is dropping next week. When we recorded, he had more followers than me and was rubbing it in my face, and now I have 10,000 more than him. So suck it, Askren. Uh, I now, now I know how Jake Paul feels. <laughs> Point being, there was clearly some kind of algorithmic screwery on the back end
1: that was hurting me before and is either neutral or helping me now.
3: Yeah, I got, th- I, I experienced the same thing. Probably
1: you too, Tim. Have you heard the, there's like that internet meme law that says any online forum uh, without moderation will become right uh, wh- wh- Something like that. Any, any online forum without sufficient moderation will become right wing.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's more like it'll become radicalized. No, but no, no. That's not. The, the, it, I don't know it, who who came right up wing. with that. No, I, I thought do, it was. It I thought right it was
2: right-wing. Robert's lo- Robert uh, uh, Conquest's laws of power. The second one is any organization not dedicated to being right wing will become left wing. So that might be an inversion of that.
4: Really? Yeah. I guess the, that that's the assumption that the the powers that be right now have been co opted by some sort of leftist mentality, some right. sort of communist or socialist uh, movement. Well,
1: but uh, I, you know, so I don't know where that meme came from, but you take a look at like Reddit pre psyop control by, uh, you know, big, powerful packs and organizations. Yeah, the memes were all like... Well, right, that's, that's right where leaning. the Donald work came from. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And and uh, I think it was MIT Technology Review said that the Donald and 4chan's politically incorrect were the progenitors of almost all of the memes that were going viral. They were funny. People liked them, the Pepes. They'd end up on Twitter. And then Katy Perry was sharing them. No moderation. It was just meritocratic. The best memes rose to the top. Everyone liked it, shared it. That culture built. And then all of a sudden they had what leads to, I guess, the dead internet theory, this emergency panic session where moderation comes in like crazy. There's, um, Michael Tracy tweeted this, Twitter's rules from 2015 pre this big emergency meeting was basically don't incite violence, but we will not intervene in any disputes between people. Now it's, we take a political stance, hardcore, et cetera. Yeah,
4: YouTube in 2006, when I started, June 2006, uh, on the Cross Mac channel, go check it out. It's uh, It was all owned by YouTube. Google had not bought the company yet. That was like a year and a half later. And they were just featuring whatever they wanted every day. There'd be 10 featured videos every day. And throughout the day, they'd drop down one every like two hours. You know, a new one would come up. So you'd be slowly siphoned off the front page. It was all idealistically motivated. Whoever was controlling YouTube at that time was deciding it was Steve Grove, who was running politics was like, I like your video, Ian, I'm going to feature it in news and politics. So he liked it there. His political agenda both our political agenda got pushed, which was reelect Barack Obama. But then at some point, Google bought the company. I saw that's dangerous. That's corporate conglomerate. this could be really bad. People started getting banned. And uh, then the politics, people, new people probably came into the power of the and control. So since the beginning, it's been a platform and a public, like they are platform. They are deciding who gets to be seen since the yeah. very beginning.
1: I, I think Elon Musk has shown us a lot of what this is. Big advertisers are scared because left-wing activists organize, and they, they organize predominantly on Twitter, these campaigns against them. Now there's uncertainty and they don't know what to do. I think it's funny. Advertisers announced that they were going to pull off their ads or reduce spending on Twitter due to uncertainty. And my personal view is the uncertainty likely is which side is going to attack us more and we don't know who to side with anymore. Same thing. This is how uh, Times Square for Pride became all rainbows, you know,
2: Uh, 25-8. I've tweeted this before that only corporate America can make sodomy and perversion seem downright boring. Uh, But before gay marriage became universally accepted in corporate culture, they just kept their mouth shut. Like they would have these little organizations like, oh, you know, we have this little program, but now you you buy a candy
1: bar and it's, you know, it's 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 a rainbow. It's got a rainbow flag on it. Every yeah. month is Skittles, except except for their their brands that operate in like the Middle East or whatever. Right. Those are you, the ones that never don't change. they
3: have a banned substance in Skittles that was recently found out that was absolutely yeah. really horrible. Adrenochrome. Hold on. <laughs> Do you think that we should? No, Skittles. no, I don't think that, that's, that's that's where the green adre- I don't think that's where they hide the adrenochrome. Do you think that so. we should
4: advocate to ban advert corporate advertisement in social media? No.
1: What really? That's, just, your, just, that's such a First you, Amendment I mean, violation. Are
3: you communist. Yeah, go back well, to Michael Michael keeps
1: looking at me when Ian says stuff with this look of like, I can't believe he's here. Social media is, a co- is working <laughs> in the commons. I love
2: him, and
4: I'm in love with him.
1: We're, it's working, I, I love you too,
4: Michael. You know <laughs> He says
1: something and you look at me with better no, I'm Like, like he Is he serious?
4: Yeah, because I think the, the huge social media networks, I mean, is the ones that I think where their code should be freed, like they're working in the commons. And at some point, if the advertisers are controlling the commons by, by blackmail or by saying, we will take our
2: money away if you don't do what we say, that's the, bad for the commons. I I don't disagree with that, but what I'm saying is this is something that you're trying to kind of square a circle and there's no easy answer one way or another. If you're going to have a subscription model, then it's going to be kind of Karen-oriented because the ones who complain the most are going to have disproportionate amounts of power, so things are going to be kind of inoffensive, so I don't see an easy answer here.
4: Right, because if you remove advertisers from YouTube, for instance, all these people with the partner program are, 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 I don't think it's called the partner program anymore, it's something else, but everybody would start losing their ad revenue. That could destroy
1: tens of thousands of careers. I, I think... Elon recognized the power of cancel culture and what they were doing. I don't think it's the sole component of why he bought Twitter, but you can see him tweeting at Tim Cook. Apparently, the Financial Times reported that he was calling CEOs saying, why are you dropping us? I think Elon knows the fear they have of Twitter. I think anybody, I think most of you, most people listening understand this. If you've got Twitter followers and you have a problem and you tweet about it, that company bends over backwards to help you. I don't like the system. I think it's really dumb. Wait, 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 wait. wait hold on, hold on, hold the phone. You didn't. Uh, you not know this. I, I've
2: got a lot of Twitter followers. I, right. I can make problems for people just by calling someone. No,
1: no, no, no. You can get whatever you want. Wait, I, I want the. I want what I want. Okay, so here's an example. Um, if you if you are boarding a plane, you can just. Oh yeah, yeah. I had a yeah. terrible experience. Oh yeah, of course. This is horrible, and they'll say we'll upgrade you. We're so sorry. We'll give you whatever you want. Wait, you really? Uh, yes. I can do this?
3: I you... Strongly we're not it. Hear I
4: strongly
2: recommend I was sitting in the middle seat on oh. my flight here, and let me tell you, as soon as I got off the plane, I talked to the manager from TimCast, and I certainly <laughs> were you, hope Were she- you on a
1: middle seat? Were I was sit- in a
2: middle seat. <laughs> do you prefer a window? I felt like an animal. Were what you Sidney Watson?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, squeeze between two large, larger people, according to Sid. Here, the, the, the was po- it wasn't according. She had receipts. But the, the point I was making, just, just just try and stay on subject, I suppose, is... um. When you have a lot of followers and you have a problem with a company, you tweet about it, they will take care of you because they know you can direct a lot of bad reviews. Customer, It's it's, it's negative advertising. Twitter has created a negative advertising space. I, I'm going to tweet at White
2: Castle right now. I hate them. They're really <laughs> not good. I'm not joking. It's inedible. So let's see what happens. Most, Wait, what, hold, hold on, is. hold on, hold on.
1: You misunderstand, Michael. You just well, I'm, the, just, I'm
2: tweeting anyway. you just I want free burgers? A, I don't want White Castle with...
1: Like cast sliders. Yeah.
4: Those little guy. So
1: well, I gotta be imagine mindful. Imagine this Elon Musk has 120 million followers. Done. So when he says Apple's pulling ads or Apple's threatening to tro- drop Twitter from the platform, and then he tweets directly at Tim Cook, Tim Cook is on blast. His phone starts going, and he's going, What's going on? He's like, Oh no, Elon's tweeting at me. Oh man, he's got 120 million followers. What's happened, according to the Financial Times, is that when Elon calls the CEOs, They reinstate their ads, but to a minimum level to keep the money flowing. These ad networks are terrified of whoever controls the communication sphere. And now Elon has it. Okay. Well,
4: it looks like Elon has it, but whose money is Elon using?
2: I told you not to talk about it on the air. Global
4: (laughs) bankers money that they can turn off your account at any moment we found with Kanye's situation. So let's talk about who controls social media. It's banking.
0: Is I mean, it? it's, it's the money. But you
4: think Elon isn't acting under his own volition? I think he is within the bounds that he's given, which is this is your US dollar. This is how you get by. This is how
1: you get food. You're, you're, you're not completely off, but there is agency among the individual, right? Elon is very powerful. This is the point I'm making. He has Twitter. He can wield 120 million followers. That's why they're scared to go too hard against him. Because you look at what's, look at what's going on in China right now. Even with the power and the, and, the, and the iron fist of the CCP, people have right. have reached their point. So there are powerful interests. There are people, and it's self-interest too, like these big corporations. They don't like that Elon can push them around. There are powerful government interests. They, Look also, at the don't, Democrats. they also don't like the light, the spotlight on them. Right. They want to stay like,
2: okay, we're, you know, the reason it's, it, how it works is with like Black Lives Matter, you don't want to be that one corporation that didn't have that black square. It's much easier to go with the herd because then no one could pick you off. So, so, so when he calls someone or puts them on blast, all of a sudden there's no good answer for you as a corporation because right. now you're like, I'm going to offend somebody and that's my nightmare scenario. Their stock price will drop. Yeah. Negative
4: press, stock price. Yeah, I mean, I don't it know. Did, that actually, it, it did actually yesterday by 3%. Oh, is that right? I, I just saw a clip. Uh, uh, okay. Screenshot. Yeah
1: and and they know that it's and they're like out. a 3% drop is how how many billions of dollars exactly like because how many less Elon's iPhones
4: made. are we going to sell and how much in ad revenue is that going to like if we spend 10 billion on ads how many or 10 million or whatever yes Apple stock price is down 2% well a lot today. of stocks
3: are down but uh, seeing yeah, the war fair. between Elon and Apple is pretty uh, glorious it, it's pretty what amazing was that? <laughs> that, that was like Donald Trump, Trump clip. Sorry. It, it, it's, it's spectacular to see because you know Elon even said hey you know, if this gets too crazy, if you guys ban us from the Apple Store, we're just going to create our own phone, which you should do. Yeah, I think is awesome, and I yeah. think the, the the market is going to provide a solution to a lot of the censorious, a lot of the insane algorithms and control systems that is trying to, of course, suck out humanity from um, you know existence. Well, do you think that
4: the government should strip two thirty protections from these companies? I,
3: I I think if if we have you know organizations there. Using these kind of speech platforms, using uh, what what is essentially our modern day town halls and censoring people, editorializing people, I think um, that right there is them taking advantage of a situation, and what should be the larger remi- what should be the larger solution to that I, I, I think you know they do have a monopoly I, I think it's fair to say that, and, and I think it needs to be broken apart.
2: Oh. God, oh my God! Okay, now you, both, the show. you okay. both can go back to Russia.
3: I, I, okay, okay. How do you how do you deal with with Google? How do you deal with how, the problem? State, because uh, oh, because like state, state power, obviously. Yeah, because they are uh, they are an institution that is a part of the state.
2: Uh, sh- right. Wait, wait. I'm not arguing. There, there's absolutely intertwined between the, the, them and the state. Yeah. You can't like break up Twitter. Like that doesn't really. No, I'm not saying break up sense. Twitter. Okay. Right. So, I'm saying
3: stop stop the the government uh actually oh, working with the government yeah, yes. working oh, with you're, Google you're, working with Twitter needs to stop immediately I, and need to be broken up and not have this unfair advantage that the government gives them
2: I hardly endorse literally everything he just said Okay thank you
3: I appreciate it. I know you got scared there I, did. I don't I don't you know <laughs> well, trust me I don't want I don't want more states thought, to, to solve the problem of the state I thought you were getting all
2: shrimming No no to no no no, no, no no I'm
3: not I'm not getting there I'm just saying Yeah the no state, you're right the state empowers these monopolies the state needs to stop immediately Section yes.
1: 230 is government protection for big corporations to be free from any liability for what they publish recommend or otherwise while they are also simultaneously free to right. editorialize and promote whatever they want that is insane imagine if we had a law in this country that said you as a newspaper can never be sued for defamation but, but well, that's ridiculous but
2: this is one of the big arguments for anarchism meaning of separation of government of commerce and state for the same reason you have separation of church and state because mm-hmm. we saw it with the pharmaceutical companies which is this deal on behalf of literally everyone in America where you're going to make your shot. I don't even know what words I can say on YouTube anymore. And we really needed to rush to market, understandably, we're under an emergency, kind of unprecedented situation. But as a result of this, there are going to be no consequences for you if things go bad. It couldn't even be like, you know what? Here's what's going to happen. If things go bad, we as the government are going to make some kind of welfare and pay out for people who had consequences for our wrongdoing. Just like if if there's certain situations, like you're in war and you're a soldier and and you come back, we're going to take care of you. They didn't even do that. They're just going to be like, you know what? No one's going to be responsible. And that to me is government at its most malevolent. No
3: liability at all, which is absolutely criminally insane, especially when there are clearly a, a lot of people getting hurt by this. They have no one to go to. Who's going to be paying for their medical bills? Who's going to be taking care of them? There's no ability to have any kind of restitution at all, which is insane. Or even acknowledgement of wrongdoing. Exactly.
5: Just here's the blank check. Yeah. Go for
3: it. No, there's no blank check. There's There's nothing. There's shut up. Get away. We told you to do this. We manipulated you to do this. We extorted you to do this. We told you you can't travel. You can't live. You can't go see your grandma die unless you do this. You did this. You got hurt. Who's, who's, who's responsible? No one. You're responsible for believing us. That's, That's essentially what they're saying at the end of the day here.
4: Relatively recently in history that they did that too, right? Where that they made the... Uh, no, this has been going on since like Teddy Roosevelt. I, I was going to say... Oh, vaccine immunity? immunity? Oh, no, sorry. No, no, not no, like no. monopolies no. being able to do what they oh, want. Oh.
1: Yeah, in fact, protections are probably the new thing. It's, vaccine it, immunity protections no, is no, no, new. No, 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 no. Corporate protections. Corporations aren't uh, what, Do you know when The first corporation was
2: Oh I, I But this has been issued Since like the 1890s I don't know right. What the first corporation was It might
1: be the 1890s Around then I'm not sure I don't think was so
2: it? I think it's got to be earlier
4: before, Well before. there is
1: India Trading Company I know it's Yeah just exactly oh, yeah. yeah, That was like a uh, country
2: man That was
4: so right, powerful Right basically
1: but uh, you think you had any rights right. working for the East India Trading Company? No, they would issue Dude. you
4: script, like their own currency that you, you'd you have to use on their territory to buy like food from yeah. their stores, and, you know? And,
1: and imagine what would happen if they're like, we want you to go take this machete and go clear bush. Like, what if I get hurt? And they just laugh. Like, how could you even ask that question? Right. Do it or don't eat?
2: Now- Because you're replaceable. Right. There's no shortage of people from Ireland or Eastern Europe who's, you know, we can
1: uh, kind of fill your shoes. It's, it's only recently- in human history we started saying like hey you know people should be responsible if they're misleading if they're causing problems or at the very least if there is a if if, if like you release a toy that has an issue that needs to be recalled and you don't and people get like you're, you, you'll get sued you're yeah. responsible something
3: like someone hurts you the party that hurt you is responsible is liable the government steps in and says no they're not liable but also to, to add insults to injury they're also acting like the pr agency of big pharma if we look within the last few years that the white house has essentially become a and and marketing and advertisement arm of big pharma and other multinational corporations that they agree with that enforce their agenda that to me is another layer of communism that we have to deal with that's absolutely insane and needs to stop immediately i feel
2: so redundant like,
3: yeah, he's saying all my things. Like, what do I? What do I do here? Like, oh, I, I need you here when the statists not? are here. Tell me okay. when the collectivists, when the <laughs> communists, when the right wingers who want more government here. I need oh, you here. Can, oh, can I need talk, you in my oh, corner Can we talk here. about this? Thank you. Oh my God,
2: this is this is please uh, preach. Let's talk about this because this is something that blew my mind because it really drives me crazy how conservatives use the word communist in the same way that progressives use the word racist. Just means something I don't like. <laughs> I was on the blaze on election night and Steve Deese, who's a Christian conservative. Who I was very impressed by He was very very bright uh, He really kind of Understand how politics works But his conclusion At the end Was to have Twitter be run as a public utility by the government. And I'm like, you're fighting communism by having these organizations be run by the state under socialist that's literally socialism.
3: And then people take it even further by saying, you know, I I think I know what's better for everyone. I think they need this in their life and that in their life and we need the state to mandate this and this and this. And I'm like, you're sounding exactly like what you're fighting against because the left is... Supposedly fighting against. Exactly. The leftists are making the same argument saying, I know what's better for you. I know what's right for you. And this is why we need the state to intervene and use their monopoly of violence in order to push my wills onto you and And i'm like stop violating human rights
2: when the conservatives talk about we need to be teaching morality in
1: schools that's what crt is that is progressives uh, teaching their morality in schools let's we'll have a conversation about this okay um i think you can do something like put twitter under government control that's not communism or socialism it may be socialistic but it would also enshrine, theoretically, First Amendment protections on, on this platform that's become a weapon for one political faction.
2: Yeah, but look at like NPR, right? Like NPR is uh, heavily subsidized by the state, and they are so. Are they though? Um, they, small,
4: minorly, I believe I, it's I, very low percentage, Surprisingly, then why
2: are they allowed to call themselves national? Yeah. Why were Radio? they called Federal Express? It's exactly, grand? that's it's, it's totally misleading and it should be illegal. Well, you can't call yourself... like there was like an issue calling yourself Bank of something that like, they, this was a big issue because it was uh, really Bank of well, America. Well, I've been told. Good for me.
4: I don't. I well, think really, be, what if I, you're right? I'm not what sure. What if I
2: called my company Official
4: U.S. Government Post Office Business or sorry, Official U.S. Government Candy? that was the name of my company I mean that would have to be illegal that makes it, no sense
1: it would make sorry, the kids sorry. change their genders uh, when you look it up and made this wrong it says NPR does not receive any direct federal funding it receives small competitive grants from CPB and federal agencies like the Department of Education and the Department of Commerce
5: And so how are they funded? If they don't, have, do they have advertising from viewers like
1: you? It's, oh, I think it's wow. mostly money, independent money. Well, more power but to them. I'm not. There. I'm it's not. It's actually I'm kind not, of crazy where they get the I money don't, from. I don't want to come out and say. I, I think I, I, you know, I definitely agree that the problem is government. Uh, I think all power systems tends to tend to, towards corruption over time. Yes. And the problem is that government programs can't fail. They're 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 not like they're surrounded by the monopoly on violence, like Luke was saying, and so they can never just stop. So perhaps sunset clauses in anything as like maybe a constitutional amendment, all government programs and laws will have a five-year sunset, must be revoted upon by the people or something like but that.
2: The problem with that is if you look at like a tr- uh, trademark law, right? It used to be that after X amount of years, a character becomes public domain and Disney is just lobbying Congress. So Mickey Mouse and Superman, because they're made in the 30s, should have been public domain I don't know how many years ago, meaning anyone can make a Superman movie, anyone can make a Mickey Mouse movie, and they just keep pushing the bucket down the road because there's such an asymmetry. Disney has a huge interest in this. The rest of us have little power or interest right. in this. It's, it's, it, the symmetry is never going to be in the favor of the, of the freedom. I think Agreed. In, in regards to how you
4: deal with a monopolistic social media network, I kind of agree I don't want the government controlling who gets to say what on the network because that's just another kind of monopoly if the government was to be but like no we're gonna monopoly
2: choose- it's a it's just popular like it, it it's very difficult to have several search engines because one is effectively going to be much more optimal than the others
4: yeah and because it's better it's become maybe you're right maybe the word monopoly is not the right word but i feel like google has a monopoly on internet search they maybe not because brave is there DuckDuckGo
2: exists. But like if those other things had a competitive advantage for some way, because Google beat Yahoo. I'm old enough to remember Yahoo was the search engine. There was AltaVista and there was WebCrawler and there was Ask Jeeves. I don't know if those still exist, but the point is Google won because their search results were more useful. So I, I don't know how you would even beat Google in that regard. Well, I, I don't think you can... But you can do but what, uh, exactly? what you can do is there's that film that, sorry to interrupt myself. There's the film The Creepy Line, which they which is what they really should be going after, is how Google operates. And as an example if I am searching for, let's suppose, the guy, Robert, uh, I forget, Robert Levine, maybe his name was, uh, the professor. Let's suppose I'm searching for Hillary Clinton, right? And Google makes it so the top 10 search results are articles that are positive toward Hillary Clinton. And if I search for Donald Trump, Google makes it so the top 10 articles are critical of Donald Trump. That is going to skew the electorate one way or another, and all of us will be oblivious to see that Google has their their thumb on the scale. So that is the kind of thing where the government can be investigating and being like, all right, uh, something here is not adding up because you're acting as a political agency. And in that case, there's all sorts of things that go with it.
4: All I come to is to, I mean, the audience has heard this before probably, but free the
2: software code.
1: Yes, like- yes. Amen, brother. I agree with Ian on that. In terms of so we know the algorithms that are manipulating yes, us, yes, yes, but not the property line of it, right? Correct. Uh, yeah. You
2: know, I would bring in
4: experts to talk about what ex- actually needs to be freed. I don't think it's every ounce of lettering in every code base. You in should every have system. him
2: on the guy who he got. He's like he got kicked off of Gmail because of this. Like he basically did the work, and he's like we. Like for example, another thing he found is like Facebook. They would if you liked Hillary, they would hit you with you should go out and vote. What was it? if you what like it Trump? Uh,
1: Robert Epstein. Is yeah, it? I think it's, that's the name. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah! Was we should Robert? have him on. How do we yeah, yeah. no yeah. relation. You, you, can't, to the other you guy. can't search for him anymore. <laughs> yeah, he what was, a
4: surprise! Psychologist. Profession. He was basically
1: saying that the the search algorithm was flip was flipping votes. Yeah, and the way he described it makes not only does it make perfect sense, you'd have no way of knowing.
3: Yep. Then there was uh, many. There was even many scientific studies uh, d- detailing how big tech social media companies can swing elections yes. and help candidates win when they had no chance of winning.
1: During the uh, there were Twitter hearings in Congress. Republican brought up that when you're in DC and you sign up for Twitter, Twitter recommends Democrats and only Democrats. Wow. He was like, why is it this is what you get? Well, and, let's play devil's advocate.
2: It could be that the DC is overwhelmingly Democrat. Right? So if you, the odds are if you're
1: in DC, you want to follow Democrat. And, that, and that's, you know, when I did this phone call with this guy, that's basically what he was saying. He's like, don't you want us to be able to show you what you want? And I'm like, I want to be shown what I choose to watch yeah you know i like this is the way they think we know what you want more than you do you know sometimes i get these instagram ads and i end up buying a ufo and then buying a second ufo um because it was a cool ad wait where's the second one at adam Quigler's house it's gone oh. yeah unfortunate well I'm this is it. the second one technically how much are those it's like 200 bucks oh, okay this is cool i saw it on iPhone. instagram and i'm like oh i want to get that and so they kind of figured it out you know i want something right but when it comes to political content, it doesn't work the same way. Right. It becomes extremely nightmarish when you start... This This is what I was explaining to Dorsey and Vijaya Gade, that if they keep doing what they're doing, there's going to be... Uh, I, I don't think I said the word civil war back then, but maybe, maybe if you go watch the episode. Because what I was trying to get to is you're basically, you're forcing everyone into, into yeah, boxes. Not, yep, yep. You are creating 100%. polarization on purpose. And they were like, whatever. They didn't care. But I think all in, in their... Def- their
2: defense of using that term very loosely. The thing is with social media and you have these conversations, it works kind of evolutionarily in that anyone's philosophy is going to be driven to its logical conclusion because you run enough iter- uh, iterations that any kind of contradictions are kind of going to go away and you're going to go towards the extreme or the logical conclusion of whatever their premises are. So that is why kind of in many ways this moderate middle is is vanishing because being in the middle is not really a coherent position. It's just kind of a reaction to these two other poles.
4: Yeah, the middle can be like extreme right, left, really fast, so fast that it looks like it's in the middle. Right. So it's still there's still a balance in the extremes if you can handle it. Hopefully most people can. I mean, you kind of have to when you're on social media because it's so extreme. When you log on to Twitter, it's so extreme. Everything is so extreme. It's, like, Not Mount, everything, it's like
1: Mountain Dew. They got me talking extreme. I'm curious. Some people have suggested that Elon Musk's moves are actually against the right because uh, there's this idea I've talked about. You have two kids. One is covered in filth and dirt and mud and the other looks beautiful and pristine with a nice little suit and tie on. Let's call them Ian and Luke. Ian and Luke. <laughs> and so, <laughs> listen, the, uh, there's, there's a mother- No, you listen. Listen to me, <laughs> Michael. Ten, hear there's me a key out. In that. Hear me out. When you approach this woman and you see one child smeared with ice cream all over his face oh, and all nasty- I stormed off. That was my chance, was I, I blew it, was. it, it. Was I blew it. When you see a kid all messy covered in ice cream and one kid who's looking very clean, you assume, Man, that kid must be unruly and crazy. That kid must be responsible. In reality, the mom just doesn't give the clean the, the kid who's clean any treats or, or, or uh, reprieve and is mean to him. The kid who's messy gets whatever he wants. They're both actually bad kids. What happens on Twitter is they start removing people on the right. Okay, this is bad. You're gone. It's bad, you're gone. And all that's left are moderate and moderate conservatives to center, you know, like center right to moderate conservative voices. And on the left, they say you can do whatever you want. So you end up with Antifa, violence, extremist posts. So so it skews and ends up making the left look insane. Elon comes in, and I'm not saying he's doing this on purpose. Maybe he's just genuinely like free speech. Some people are saying allowing everybody back on who's crazy is going to actually end up making the right look bad because it's going to bring back the worst possible voices. But I don't think I, he hasn't. First of all, he hasn't brought back Carpe Donctum, who's like That's number one on my right. list. Because Carpe Donctum was
2: making memes for Trump. Uh, there's no reason for him to be banned. It's completely crazy. So Elon, please bring back Carpe Donctum. You brought back... Well, he's bringing much- back
3: everyone. He's bringing back tens of thousands 62, of users 000. very soon.
2: So is he bringing yeah. back... Everyone. Mi- is he bringing up Milo? Everyone. Is he Chuck Johnson? He he did
3: a poll saying a blanket amnesty for anyone that didn't spam or or clearly yep. violate the bigger rules here. Yeah, but... Everyone's but, going to be back. There's, Six, the, 62, there's that asterisk. 62,000 people.
2: Fine. My point is... We don't know that that's going to include the people who were like where Twitter had previously regarded as the worst of the worst. I agree. I agree. Um, like Jones, he's out. He said he wouldn't bring him back. Right. Does this mean he will? That was
4: interesting. They asked someone asked Elon. I think it was uh, Viva Frey, maybe Viva Fry, Frey. David, how do you say your last name, Frey? Uh, if he would bring back Alex, and, and he was like, "No, no, I have no respect for people that would." I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing what Elon's response was in text. That uh, I, he values children and anyone that would demean and, and use children for political gain or power, he's totally disgusted. But that's all by. of Washington. And that's an example of like, you're going to let one guy run <laughs> your social network. I
3: responded to that. Do you know what Obama did in the Middle East yeah. and how many weddings and children he bombed? But it's an like, example
2: of like, you let one guy run a network, he has total emotional control of who gets to play. What's it's not emotional. I think he's making a, a coherent, if inc- incorrect in your opinion, perspective. Yeah,
4: but it, I mean, I think he's not a allowed,
2: woman. I think he paid the price for saying those things in public and free speech. I mean, he's done his, you know, he's... I hate, do, Can we talk about this? I really, really hate that term free speech. I don't ever use it uh, because it means so many different things to different people. Yeah. Like some people say, "Oh, if you're blocking me, you're blocking my free speech." It's like if I'm not letting you well, in my house, the house. No, there's a lot of conservatives who say that too. Oh, you're all. I thought you were for free speech, and now you blocked me off
1: your page because I'm <laughs> I'm a idiot who's babbling did maga stuff. You, did you tell them that freedom of speech doesn't mean freedom from consequences? Well, it's kind of, I can reply to them once they're blocked. Oh yeah, that's the argument
4: because is it free speech to go on Twitter and say all these race, racist stuff and then you get banned it's still Elon's free speech no. to block whoever he wants but then you're like well is it a public company is it a private company we're, now we're in new ter- territory free,
1: free speech is a principle it's like an ethic it's a, it's a position that we hold culturally at least we did for a long time until you know culture started shifting I guess everybody opposes free speech when they, you can knock them from power yeah. as opposed to varying degrees I but remember being a on, small kid
3: being like yeah, it's a free country I could say what right. I want
1: now, we, on, now we don't have that, on, but that on, but, on Twitter. If you are allowed to go on and say your opinions, as repugnant as they may be, that is free speech. If Elon Musk says some opinions are not allowed, he does not believe in free speech. Free speech. There, there, there are reasonable limits. I think is fair. I don't think doxing should be allowed, and that is First Amendment protected speech. But, so you know, even I am not an absolutist so here. Let's talk about doxing.
2: If someone's uh, like contact information is public right like under in a phone book whatever it is and you republish that do you consider that to be doxing that's tough right that's a tough one right is is it is it doxing if someone just google someone you can find their address i don't think that actually qualifies uh, but i don't like it I, i i think that's really kind of egregious and i think i you guys would probably agree I think think it is egregious, yeah. Right.
3: The government also sells your uh, addresses many times through the DMV, through private corporations. Is that right? And then later you could buy, yeah, people's. There's services online where you could, where people go and buy government registries and then have people's addresses where people could buy it online and find out where they live. It's like if I
4: send your address to one person, is that doxing? If I send it to 10, now is that, if it's 100, like at what point does it become a dox? I think it becomes a dox when you're sending it to strangers, like pub.
2: So if it's public, does it or privately to strangers, to strange people? I don't know. Yeah, I think, or, or with the intent, certainly, kind of plays into here. Like this is something. It's it's not like, hey, wish Ian a happy birthday. Send him a card to his address. That's yeah, yeah it, is it's doxing. It's
3: yeah. a fine line. We got to respect people's privacy, but also at the same time, we got to respect people's speech. Where where do you draw the line? Yeah, because I mean. I'm allowed to say what your address is. I'm allowed. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, legally?
1: in in public under the First Amendment, doxing is is protected. You can hold up a big sign with someone's address and walk around with it.
2: It's actually also really kind of crazy. I'm reading a biography, autobiography of this woman, Mabel Dodge Luhan, who had these salons in her house in the early uh, 20th century where modernism started. And the articles in The New York Times would be like, Mrs. Mabel Dodge, comma, of 5 East 23rd yep. Street, New York. And it would
3: just have her address there. It's like,
1: <laughs> this seems like it's a problem. Yeah. Well, I guess culture is the, is, is the biggest issue, in my opinion, when it comes to everything. Most of the political stuff we're dealing with, it's cultural. When you have a culture that is cohesive and agrees on morals and ethics, like you can leave your door open at night. You don't have to worry as, as much about crime. But when you have a, a, a society, a, a, a country where everyone's just like, you're not a part of my community. I don't know you. I don't care. Now you got to lock your doors. It seems like when you have small localities, there tends to
4: be a homogenization of culture because there's only 70 of us. You know, we all know where Seventh Street is. But as soon as you introduce 100,000 or, or 10 million unknowns to the culture, you're in a state of like, I can't leave my I can't leave my address online anymore. But but we this, used to the, have the yellow pages.
3: Yeah, like they used to be books of everyone's they, this, addresses. This and used like, to
2: be the big appeal of cities that if you're from some small town where everyone knew your business, you could go somewhere and get lost and vanish. And that, it's not just a thing for criminals, it could be things like, you know, I want to rediscover myself, I want to have a, create a new identity for myself, I want to get away from this kind of upbringing I had. So this was, back in the day, a benefit of cities, but thanks to the internet, that's kind of gone away. I don't need to go live proximately to people who share my worldview, I could just find it through social media, so on and so forth. And given how just deleteriously cities have been collapsing in the last 10 years in terms of just basic safety and, and public services, is it's just uh, uh, the question on the table, I think for many of us is, ha- are, are cities an outdated mo- mode of organization?
3: Or is, are governments? Because yes, cities yes, have yes, 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 way, yes. way more government than a lot of other places oh, that sure. have a lot less government.
4: But you guys Sorry. are minarchists. You said
3: you're a, <laughs> well, uh, you're a That's the most insulting minarchist. thing they could ever tell me to my face, <laughs> He like just a little, called you gay. Uh, I know, worse than
4: that. Like you said, but, that, Ian, You said that social Ian, media needs a little bit those of government are fighting oversight. Words.
3: Those are fighting words. Earlier, I think you were saying about Twitter that. My goodness. Maybe you are. Are you indicating. I have a machete here. You're down to
4: to uh, break up monopolies <laughs> with government? Is that what you're. Like, you said earlier that you want the government to be
1: involved Do you see with what social I, media. I like this
3: show <laughs> so much. Do you see what I have to deal with every day? Well, you've told me you're a minarchist. Every I think day. We've, we've No, been he's never it said it that. Bit. I've never yeah, said to that. To my face here, like, nine no. years ago. Anarchist, maybe.
4: But no, zero government, because then the corporations just take control. The oh corporate
1: my God. Oh, my oh God. My, See, Ian, every day. Ian, please read this. Book. I mean, I do you think Klaus Schwab he, has not
3: created a government? Are you, are you going to talk about roads oh my soon? God.
4: Oh my he's going to be talking God. about I would be roads. I'm happy to bring up public he's roads. Bring, he's yeah. going to bring up roads. Oh my Who God. controls the roads?
2: Hey, if somebody. Def- me
4: because I have the most guns. I'm I'm deferring. Deferring. Like hey, hey, okay, okay, hey, I have guys. to deal with malice you deal with.
2: Just one sentence, one sentence. If you have a job, that's basically a government.
1: But think about it, corporations can become a government if they're unchecked. The only entity or institution. Anywhere for any reason At any point That could make a road Is the government <laughs> And dominoes Well I think uh, that, Well yes, yes But that's besides the And, p- point. and, and, so, and, and porn
4: hub. And pigs A socialized yeah. government Can protect free roads
2: For people better than a corporation, in my opinion. Th- but that's, y- your opinion is, you sound like Jason Whitlock. Your opinion's based on nothing. I love Jason Whitlock, by the <laughs> way. Your opinion's oh, but- based on nothing. We can look very quickly to find out private roads versus public roads and how safe they are, how often they break down, potholes, things like this, and it's not even a question, it costs.
1: Well, hold on. You know, when when the government builds the road, there's a simple solution to the potholes. KFC comes in and fills them and then puts <laughs> the dominoes. KFC... It was Domino's who yeah. did that? Yep. Oh, okay, Yes, what you were saying. I think the
4: evidence would be that corporations are um, authoritarian by nature. You have one person in control that decides who stays, who goes, and if they control a busy roadway, Uh, I'm
3: triggered. You do this. I can't
4: help. I I deal with this every day. Your turn. So, so um, a busy roadway, for instance, if if Google owned, you know, I77. I'd rather
2: talk to Kanye.
4: Most people might, 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 might agree with you. You have an opportunity. Uh, He's going to storm out.
3: Yeah. So what do you do if... if, like, if we got to both storm out. If
4: Alphabet or Microsoft owned like I-77 North and then, you, and then like tomorrow, we don't want any black people on that road. And you're like, where's our government to protect us from this psychotic corporation?
2: Okay. So let's walk through this uh, thought experiment. And I've never used the word thought more loosely. What do you think <laughs> would happen to Alphabet... If they publicly said, we are going to have a part of our company that is forbidden for use by black people, forgetting lawsuits and discrimination law, literally, what do you think would happen to that company? Antifa would show up with crowbars. What do you think would happen the stock price? Overnight. Um,
4: well, let's think about them. this. Who controls the stock market? Who? What if, they, what if people tried to storm the headquarters, Antifa, overnight, and they have armed guards outside that killed them all? And where's the government to stop that from happening?
2: The, okay, I... I'm talking about this peacefully. Forget Antifa. If a company declares we are not going to have part of our organization accessible to black people, do you think there will be no extreme immediate consequences for that company? I would hope that there were, but I think that when Vanderbilt shut
4: off the railroads to New York, there was obviously there comes times where he had so much control of the talking, system. I'm not that, uh, Vanderbilt, that that I'm about uh, now, well, A general, a general um, boycott isn't enough because it
2: controls so much aspects of society already. I, I think this is, you don't even need a boycott because anyone who's a publicly traded company is there at the behest of the stock owners and the board. So if I am, whoever's running Alphabet now, and even know his name and say, first of all, I don't even know how they're it's gonna, Sundar? I don't even know how they're gonna get this so, plan but through. But if someone, dis- if, uh, let's, Elon. If Elon Musk tomorrow says, all right, here's the new rule on Twitter. No one who's black can be on Twitter. And that even includes, uh, well, uh, what's his name? Um, Sean, whatever. Sean, Sean King. Sean, Sean King. King, even Sean King, you're not Talcum allowed. you X. To, Talcum X, thank you. He's not allowed on Twitter. The number of audience would implode. The number of news articles would be through the roof and the stock price would be nothing. And all that money that he's owed, I don't know how that would work, but those banks would call in that, that debt yeah, immediately. Cool. So you might be
4: right. Because of, the, might? because of the emotional charge about racism, you're right, there could be reactions. Now let's take something more insidious. BlackRock wants to buy farmland in the United States. What if they buy it all? Where's our
2: government protection? Okay. Do you, under, okay, do you understand how what determines price?
4: Um, Ideally, no, not
2: ideally. Supply and demand, but right. I mean, it's de- so it de- as de- literally. De- it so- no,
4: it's who. If they're colluding, they can. It de- uh, the government decides you can't stop. You can't set your prices. You know, we have protections so that the no corporations pro- aren't deciding what the prices. Well wait, wait. So if
2: I am buying, let's suppose just eggs, right? The more eggs I buy, the higher the price of eggs becomes, right? And then it becomes asymptotic, right? In a, in an in like a mechanical system that, that's supposed to but happen. But real estate is a great example. Of this. like Austin and New York. As more and more people are trying to buy real estate, the prices are extremely quickly increasing, right? Yeah. We know this. So Taylor Swift I, tickets. Yeah, right. Mm. I don't know how much farmland there is in America. It's a lot. But at a certain point, the costs are going to increase very, very high and BlackRock, if they're not earning a return on their... I'm not a, I'm not a fan of BlackRock, by the way. I'm not saying this is something we should be, like, applauding. I'm just saying there are mechanisms already in place
1: that the idea that BlackRock can buy America...
2: I don't even know how much the cost of
1: real well, America would be. It just would be insane. And, and, I'm, and I want to point out, too, your concerns about BlackRock are based on the fact that they get free money from the government. Yeah,
3: exactly. It's not against. the government. I mean, it's the Bank so for So you want more government to deal with the problem
4: of government? No, the government. it's not the government. It's the Federal Reserve and the Bank for International Settlements that are supplying the funds to BlackRock.
2: It's we, not the American government. We are in favor of treating the members of the Federal Reserve as war criminals. I think I can speak for Luke in this. Is that fair to say? Yes. Okay.
5: Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, though. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
5: Private
4: company. but it, no, that's, no, no. War criminals. They're We're not. Part of war, war criminals. The Federal Reserve is a private pr- company.
1: Are you, are you so? I, 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 am I, am I are speaking to you? They're all, I'm not
4: Russia? saying they're not war criminals. I'm just saying, I'm saying it's a private
2: that, company. They're not a private company at all, and they should be Whoa. treated like war criminals. Are, are you suggesting they're a government agency?
4: I'm not suggesting it, I'm saying it No, the Federal Reserve is a private It's a no, quasi-private it, exactly, public organization right, But exactly. it was invented by J.D. Rock, Rockefeller John Rockefeller, Paul but, Warburg but, but, in but, 1913 Ian,
2: this is the nightmare scenario Of when you have this kind of corporate government Intertwining, where you have this Almost like a Frankenstein creature That's half one foot, half the other And no accountability, no liability And that is exactly what anarchists Like me and Luke, and anarchists of all colors Of the black flag are opposed to Because this is what Marx referred to as capitalism. Fascism.
4: Now, I I agree that fascism is the other end of the spectrum, whereas corporatism is equally as dangerous. Corporatism is fascism. It's just fascism with a better brand name. Fascism is going to bring government into it. Corporatism could be like John Rockefeller owns every road.
2: And now if John Rockefeller doesn't like you, you can't drive. Okay. That's bad. How is he going to afford? Do you know how much every road would cost? like even elon musk with 45 tr- uh, billion dollars that can buy you maybe the roads in like one city yeah but they know the bankers that print the money and they can but again that's all the all federal that's the federal reserve yeah,
4: it's not american government that's different it's a private company the american reserve has given their power to it's a total co opt of our government
2: yes that is corporatism they're using government <laughs> to do this the government
4: is the fall guy
2: the american no. republic is legit What is their American... A republic is the government. It's supposed to
4: smash up monopolies. Supposed
2: to is a blue-pilled word. Supposed to doesn't exist in reality. we
4: We have, you know antitrust laws to break up like Rockefeller's standard oil at the end of the 1800s. We had to break it up.
2: We have antitrust laws so monopolies will play ball by whoever's in power. Even Teddy Roosevelt and Wilson, who were the first two progressive presidents, both explicitly said there are good trusts and bad trusts, meaning the monopolies that do what we want and monopolies that don't do what they want. This is exactly a mechanism, just like Facebook and Google and other things. Biden will call you up because he's got these antitrust laws behind him or whatever other laws at his disposal be like, you know what, we'd really like it if you were censoring this misinformation. It's dangerous to our democracy. And they're like, oh, of course, we're doing it privately. But it's not privately because it's a complete collusion between the state and the free market, ostensibly free market. Do you think that if if
4: government were totally removed and it was just market, that it would work out, that everybody would
2: be happier and and wealthier and- Not everyone. Certainly the politicians, are. They're gonna, it's going to be really hard for them when consequences will never be the same. I feel like
4: corporation tendency to profit over human goodness is like... You can only built, profit... People a, like slaves if you can do. only...
2: Slavery is not profitable. It's expensive, number well, one. And besides, it's immoral. Would you be buying candy bars from a company that's built on slave labor? Um, uh, well, the
1: sneakers. Maybe I mean, sneakers. This, <laughs> I got
4: this thing. It's probably sure. built in a Chinese lab yeah, somewhere. I think,
1: I think everything in here might be like... Not i shouldn't say everything but a lot of it's this, this table is actually american-made locally but okay the cameras are foreign made by people in horrible conditions
4: well that's a problem
1: it is i agree that's yeah. why we make governments to stop that in my opinion the that's the, the benevolence keeping... of government is that it can protect us from. but, but in fact over the past couple of decades the government has been colluding with foreign corporations to sell all of our jobs overseas to benefit china
3: it's what Nixon did with, yes. uh, with Rockefeller and uh, Henry Kissinger. It was an open policy, the open China policy that they implemented. So you got to understand, like, Ian, at the end of the day, all roads lead <laughs> to, of course, the government abusing its power because they don't need to provide a service based on any kind of reputation or any
1: kind of consequences. Uh, consequences. We're going to go to Super Chats. Oh, sorry to cut you guys off. Uh, if you shot. haven't already, we just smash the like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and become a member at TimCast.com. <laughs> I've gotten word from the crew here that there is going to be a behind-the-scenes breakdown of what happened with Ye and the crew when they came, because we filmed their journey here. There's conversation and stuff that happened, so we are going to have some kind of members-only uh, uh, footage of, of how everything went down, and uh, it'll be interesting. But we're going to have a members-only show up for you guys tonight, around 11:00 p.m. is when we upload it, so smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show if you really want to support us. All right, we got Set Me Free, who says, Balenciaga is for abusers only. If you it, we know how you get down. What's wrong with you? There you go. Yeah, I was hoping to
3: talk to Ye about that uh, yesterday because he did a lot of work with Balenciaga. And, um, you know, a lot of people are being questioned about it, rightfully so. And I think, you know, I, I wonder what he knows from inside of the industry if, if it's even, you know, sinister from there. But sadly, so yep. that didn't happen.
1: Yeah. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, "Tim, dude, everywhere I look, Tim Pool this, Tim Pool that. I can't stand all of the weak AF BS out there. We have a nation to save. We have a movement to continue. There's no time for childish BS games." I'm kind of with that yeah. man. I think
4: forgiveness is the fever of the day.
1: So I, I want to point some. Forgiveness. Out. I want vengeance. Are you kidding? For what they did for two years? Maybe do both. Yeah, we, uh, we could forgive them. After vengeful their, we, vengeance, full forgiveness. Vengeance then forgiveness. I think justice. I I. try to be careful with the idea of vengeance because but it's so fun I agree it feels good yeah it does but um, and if it feels good you should do it especially if children <laughs> are involved no. no that
2: was the lesson of the day no no that, you know that song <laughs> I mean it is episode 666 you,
1: you, You're know, you know that song if it makes are. you happy then why the hell is it so bad yeah I always I was heard that and thought about like just drug abuse and I was just like what is wrong with this person singing this like what is she saying that's true but I, I know the song isn't about drug abuse but you know I just kind of was like there's a lot of things that make you happy that yeah. are very very bad for you what yeah. were
4: you just saying before you got before Michael derailed because you were about to say a point that I wanted Michael to hear which oh, I don't remember what was the super chat
1: about about everything vengeance. oh yeah oh, vengeance I was, was going to say and that um, after the Kyle Rittenhouse trial derailed you know the, the conversation was like oh do we try and book Kyle Rittenhouse and I was just like no if they reach out to us of course we'd he love just to he them just on. followed me last night on Twitter there you go But what I don't like doing is being like, let's be the first to get the big person. And then I I, I just got to say, I am not happy with how things went down yesterday. And I wake up in the morning and it's like, I'm trending. I hate trending.
2: I have yeah. never, you know, I've never trended and it tr- really drives me crazy because like all my friends have trended. I'm
1: such a loser. I, <laughs> I know. I know. Same. same. Every, everybody right now, okay. uh, if they, if, if everybody right now tweeted Michael Malice, just right now, you'd be trending. I'm a very, very, very little man <laughs> in every, <laughs> in every <laughs> sense of the word. But, um, we, we, we end up doing this booking because it was like, Hey, we could have this big story on the show and it, and it, and it implodes on us. And I'm like, I'd rather just have people in that we find are interesting and talk about the news i didn't think it imploded on you at all to be honest i'll put it this way our plan was not to have them storm out you know what i mean i I thought we were going to talk about news and we just happened to have the people who are in the news here and it turned into i i I feel like yay planned it i really do because when we were talking beforehand he was calm the points I made during the show were similar points I had just made 20 minutes before. You didn't raise your voice. You didn't interrupt him. And then yep. he, and, and I feel like people, it's funny because people don't know what happened before the show. So there's all these comments about what I did wrong and everything. And I'm like, the pre-show, you know, they're like, you shouldn't have brought up that article about Pence. And I'm like, I brought it up an hour before yeah. the show started. There were, it's, There's a big screen right there that everyone can see. And it was right there. Yay, looked at it, read it, and then said, what did Pence like betray Trump? Is that what happened? And then Fuentes started talking about what what January 6th and Pence. But bringing up Pence was germane. Pence was condemning the dinner. So ask him his opinion about it. What well, You weren't saying Pence is right. Get out of my house. No, I said, this is the news. Yeah. There's a dinner that happened. Tell us. And he immediately went into the subject. And it was very, very different to everything that happened before. And it, I, did I, his, I, his
2: Can you describe how his affect changed? Because when watching him sitting here, he really seemed like he had a
1: huge chip on his shoulder. Before the show, he was sitting here texting on his phone, minding his business. He was he was uh, uh he looked up, he was calmly talking to Milo, he was smiling. They asked he asked questions. There was something that came up about sin. Are, are all sins created equal? And Milo said certainly some, some sins are worse than others. Like no one's going to claim you know. And then he makes a few comparisons. And then Yay yeah, smiles and he says something of like you know all sin. And then he looks at the article. He makes a comment. It was very very calm. And we were chill and we were chilling.
3: Yeah, he was talking about doing the show every every
1: week. He was like we got to do this more. We got we should do this once a week. And I'm like that could be Hollywood talk though. <laughs> sure. But he, he he brought up something about how uh, I can't remember. Exactly to what he was saying, but it was about Jewish people. I said something. No, did he say Jewish people? or Did he say the Jews? He said Jewish people. Okay, oh, so that's interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, isn't that what? I, I, that's what I thought he kept saying. But whatever. He 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 said he said you know Jewish people or something. Very calm, look laid back, smiling, and I made a point about Bezos, Elon. I mean, these are wealthy people, and he goes, yeah, but come on, Elon works for the Jews, right? And then he looks at Milo and he says, didn't they have him do that thing or whatever, that ceremony or something? Very calm. And even when I pushed back and said, he's on Twitter, he's unbanning people. Yay, was chill, totally calm. Camera goes on, he starts going off. I got to talk about this. And don't interrupt you because I'll walk out on your show. I tell you, very, very different. That's why if you look, I'm like confused. My, look at my yeah. face when he walks out. I'm like, is he walking out? Because like-
2: you were just, I don't You said, I don't agree. And he's like, deuces. It's like, you, you didn't yell at him.
1: Yeah. But anyway, anyway, I don't want to, keep rehashing this i just wanted to bring up the point that i i am I'm, I'm wary of doing shows like that because there are people who are like i want to get press oh yeah 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 and so i was concerned and i said it i was like may, he him walking out made the story very big like yeah. i want to do a show where we talk about ideas and like we don't do drama we don't like drama and now like before the show started today we were talking about like, what's the big story to talk about and it's like you know ian you were like we're the news and i'm like that's you know he's you're you're not wrong i'm like that kind of sucks yeah i want to talk about what trump's doing i, w- I want to know what his plans are. i don't know how that affects us and here we are in this in in, in sort of a I, I shouldn't say we're the center is ye's the center but we're on the edge of it and it's our fault because we want to do a show well, that it turned into a pr spectacle instead of a conversation about what was going on
4: i think it's the natural evolution of the show as well that it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and It'll become more and more the focus of the human consciousness
1: stuff. The conversations like this, I think. You're right. Like Rogan. You know, Joe said, I just yeah. want to hang out with my friends and talk. Yeah. And then all of a sudden his shows became the news. Yeah. And, and that that worries and, me. Oh, and, well,
2: I'm going to play devil's advocate because it is 666. <laughs> I'd rather that be the news than whatever
1: is going on on Anderson Cooper or Fair Sean point. Hannity that night. I think Let's, it's much more honest. Let's, let's keep, we'll keep bringing super chats because I don't want to leave you guys hanging. Deprived Dolphin says Project Veritas has a new video on federal-sponsored human trafficking. I saw a bit of it. Did you guys see some of this report? Like a, a whistleblower from the government yeah, talking about I this stuff? I got to
2: watch the whole thing, though. I just had James on my show. He did a great job. It was a lot
1: of fun. Keith, Dude, yeah. excellent. Uh, I'm, I, I'm excited they got unbanned. Uh, yeah. Did James personally get unbanned Yes, or? I believe so. I'm 90% sure. That okay. was so egregious. It's crazy. And the, and, the, and the creepy cultists who cheer that on. Good news, though. Good news, though. Is that episode out yet? Yeah. On You Are Welcome? On my, on... <laughs> yes, on You Are Welcome. All right. Bub Savvy says, Tim, Destiny thinks Fuentes would run circles around you in a debate. Hilarious. You should have Rosalind KD on the No Jumper Pod episode today. All think you're anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic apparently. Oh, because I didn't watch the hour of wow. me ranting against anti-Semitism that resulted in people saying, We get it, Tim. Shut up.
4: Literally how, dude?
1: Yeah, like... We, we were complaining about all of that stuff, but they're not real people. And I'll you, tell you this. We're not real people and no. you're not an anti-Semite. Oh. We all, you all heard him. You all heard him. The, the trolls online are, are drama baiters. Thank you. This guy, this guy, Michael Malis, Master you. drama baiters. Uh, let me tell you. Um, you see my videos. <laughs> Destiny thinks Fuentes would run circles around me in a debate. Oh yeah, they probably would. I don't debate people uh I, I I I don't he's he prepares for this it's all he does mm-hmm. I don't think I'm this uh, I'm the smartest person who can I, I I have convictions I have beliefs sometimes they're wrong Seamus I was there's a, a really important point I was arguing with Seamus on a show boy was it embarrassing I kept saying abortion means this you're wrong no you're wrong and then like a few days later after reading it I was like oh boy I was wrong wow that's embarrassing yeah. and then I came out and I was like Seamus you're right about I was that. just I was wrong about way.
4: NPR today Dude, it's so valuable to Maybe. Know, find out when really you're wrong. But the point is possible I'm wrong. I, I think everybody's wrong at some point in their life. Of course, everybody's wrong. it's when you realize it that is so valuable for your
1: mind. Here, here's my point. I love you so much. Someone who, uh, like, someone who is confident will win a debate knowing nothing over a scientist with a PhD in that field. If you are a talker and you can speak, you can make it sound like you There's are this right. That's gr- debate.
2: There's this great debate, which I couldn't sit through because I was bored, with Bill Nye, the science guy, against the creationist. And the creationist knew what Bill Nye was going to say, whereas Bill Nye thought the guy was just going to be like, God put, no, blah, 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 you know, idiocy. Yeah. And the creationist just handing, like knocking him out. And Bill Nye's like, oh, what do I do?
1: Yep. Well... Bill Nye's not really a science guy. Correct. You know, that's a funny He's thing. He's an engineer, too. isn't he? But uh, there are people who are really good at debate, and you don't need to know facts to be good at debate, but it does help. Um, and those people tend to become lawyers.
4: Yeah, debate tactics. I'm looking them up Gish now. There's things like yeah. argument. That's a debate tactic. There's is awe.
1: Is that a debate tactic where you can actually put your opponent in awe, and then they back down? Yeah. Uh, Gish, Gish Gallop is, uh, I think, is the best example. Yes. It's where you throw out a whole bunch of points all at once, so they can't answer any of them. Or so, it, but
2: if they only answer one it's going to take 15 minutes that exactly. leaves the others on the table
1: yeah right. yep yep so that's that's you know that's why i'm like i like having discussions you know I'll, I'll invite people in we'll have a talk and if i disagree i will say what i disagree on mm-hmm. and if i'm wrong we had um matt bender here and i mixed up a city and i was very confident arrogant about like you're wrong you had to d-, and i pulled up and went whoops i <laughs> <Yep>. had <laughs> the wrong city you got me and then they clipped the video and they're like aha tim's wrong i'm like yeah i know I don't think people
2: appreciate at home how often, if you're doing this live and the conversation's
1: dynamic, you're going to even just have brain farts and misspeak. Yeah. It happens. Here, here's a good one. Mister P says episode six 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 on the three hundred thirty third day of twenty twenty two. How about that? Whoa. Okay. Does that mean something? Mechanical simulation, baby. Amen for for Ian. It does.
4: Ian it does. Yeah, I got I got chills right now. I'm no, not lying. Whoa, like goosebumps.
1: And it's currently nine forty five p.m i don't no understand way. that you, you mean, know what four, that means four
2: plus five equals nine.
1: Oh yeah three six nine the, the sacred numbers the universal numbers and it's six 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 on episode on on day th- uh, on the three third third the three day at the ninth hour what's what's 90 cut in half 45 nine half 4.5 i agree that's so
2: 946 now let's dismember
1: ian the <laughs> wait, numbers wait, have spoken a cult the entire time <laughs> uh, yeah man I guess, the <laughs> all right let's see what we got here <laughs> what do you think happened to lydia <laughs> tak Fuji says I wasn't very interested in, Ma- in, interested in Malice's opinions but then I saw his underwear ads in Times Square and I decided I would fight the state then I saw a cat and noticed I had Twitter notifications and now lost sheathunderwear.com promo code Malice <laughs> was it in Times Square no Oh okay. Oh oh he's oh he's, he's talking, talking about like, your ad. Yeah. Oh okay. He said underwear ads in Times Square, but it was just you. Yeah. We should we put you up in your underwear in Times Square? I yeah. mean, maybe when I get my cum gutters back. Uh, I <laughs> I think you're gonna be back up in Times Square again too. Oh, awesome. We're doing New Year's Eve. Oh heck yeah, you told me that. Yeah yeah. Yeah, the whole tower. Yeah,
2: that was very depressing going back to New York. I was very very upset. When were you there? Uh, just in August to see the billboard that you guys put oh, up, uh, and what, it really upset me. like was, a lot? What was the worst? seeing the billboard his <laughs> <laughs> own face, your face. I, if you think i'm ugly now look at me when i'm this tall um no it was that i'd been gone for a year this is the city i lived my entire life and that you would think there'd been a year to heal and it, it remained exactly the same if anything that had changed had change for the worse to have like 30 percent of the storefronts not be occupied yeah. and within 10 minutes or 15 let's say I saw someone peeing on a van in the street, not in the sidewalk, and people are like, that's always been New York. I've lived in New York all my life. That's not been a common occurrence. It's it was just so corporate gross.
3: chains. I was just back a couple of days ago, too. It's horrible. there. Yeah. I hate it. I'm but so saddened by it.
1: The Curly Afro says, I have waited so long to see Michael Malice return on Timcast just to say you, sir, are a national treasure that must be protected.
2: Oh, that is so nice. Thank you. Thank you. All
1: how, right. How much did you pay him to say that? He paid a couple <laughs> bucks. Fifty shekels. <laughs> Vacant stare says, "I prefer Malice's razor. Never attribute to malice that which can be explained by Hanlon."
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: like that. Guys are brilliant. That razor. was really smart. My fans are smart.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Keto Thor says, "Ian looking mighty cozy tonight." Thanks, doc. Yo, it's cold in here. Yeah. The, the The heater stopped working, so like the AC gave out and then we got the ac fixed but we didn't realize the heat wasn't working so now it's cold out now the heat's not working yeah so i'm like i was texting the show like yo i'm cold th-
2: these are some first world problems yeah it was
1: cold too he was wearing that big coat he was like why is it so cold in here i'm like bro i don't know you I know yeah. why because we control the weather it might, it might be part <laughs> in of this about room specifically yeah, yeah.
2: like why he walked out
1: it My- <laughs> was just cold It's cold in here F <laughs> this i'm out okay what do we got here you know where it's not cold israel <laughs> oh yeah what's the temperature like there cold there. It's
2: always perfect. <laughs> is it though?
1: Is it, is it like good 70
4: degrees? It's the desert. It's, it's sure. got to be super hot. I, one day, I want to take the Balfour Declaration, the creation of Israel. I want to have a long conversation about it in a, in a safe place, in a place where we can talk about it
2: online
3: with people. And, I think that listen. that
2: place does not exist. Well, then we need to create <laughs> a, sa- a safe place to discuss that on the Ian, internet. I don't know about that.
3: Yeah. Ian wants a safe space. Oh, maybe the government. Go- <laughs> hey, hey, look, maybe
1: the government can build him one. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> on like on their road. <laughs> All right. AI says, I've always said if the Dems were serious about investigating Trump, they would have a special committee on Epstein. What do they do? Investigate a fake dossier and a bunch of MAGA nobodies priorities. Mm. If they were serious about Trump, then it would have been Epstein first, but they're not serious about any of it. No. They're just going after political opponents. All right. One Pissed Off Hippie says, The Machine Elf Michael Malice, please unblock me on Twitter. I won't call you a lawn gnome or share the meme. Please end my struggle. What's session. his username? I'll do it right now. One Pissed Off Hippie, he's cool. It's a, <laughs> is it the number one or the word one? The number the one.
2: word one. Is that his Twitter handle?
4: Yeah, One Pissed Off Hippie, number one Pissed Off Hippie. Please. Is that you, Ian? Let me do- no, no.
2: <laughs> That's Ian. Cool dude online. That's totally Ian. I want to make sure it's the number one. No results, it says. Maybe no it's results. the word. One. The number How do you spell one? it, Tim? Is it H-I-P-P-Y? Just uh, at think. me, Ian, and I'll, I'll, with his username, and then I'll, I'll block him.
4: Yeah, I'm going to go for this and make sure it happens tonight, dude. Thanks for super chatting that.
1: All right. Eraserhead says If YouTube and other sites lose the ability to do search, doesn't the internet just revert back to where everyone uses YouTube to host their videos and those videos get embedded in the personal websites of creators and brands? Uh, or YouTube is a reverse chronological feed where people see the videos that were recently posted? Which will oh, like an Instagram almost exactly yeah the, the, because they can't recommend it. they can just when yeah. someone posts it it'll appear if someone chooses to see it uh, I think that would be a good thing yeah that actually would make a lot of sense a lot of big prominent people would disappear I, I, I guess according to Darren Beatty Lex Fridman would be gone really why because he <laughs> he's, he's made the argument that YouTube's algorithm is just forcing Fridman on everybody in all fairness I mean you not you can't be surprised that one robot's gonna recommend another
2: robot haha uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: But uh, it is a, it is an interesting point, though. You go on YouTube and you look at these things and it's like instantly recommends Lex Friedman podcast. Yeah. Is okay. Lex Friedman as awesome in person as he is on TV? Um, I
2: absolutely... Lex and I are next door neighbors, right? And there may have been times when I've never, I feel bad saying this, but I'll say it anyway. My nest, my video camera looks at his house. Aww. So sometimes when I'm bored, I keep, I'm like, when is Lex leaving coming? <laughs> why? To, why? Come That's home.
1: weird. Because on his on his I said I'm, I'm bored.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and there was this one time where there was like this chair in the garbage. And I was like, oh, I wonder when he threw this chair out. And then I looked and he actually went the garbage can and made it stick out more. And I have to ask him about this. But you know
1: what you should, you should you guys should, should do a funny bit where like, you're watching his door and then he walks out and then he just like, he walks out the door and then stops and then slowly looks at the <laughs> No, 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 no,
2: Tim, this is the joke and I told this to Lex. I, I hear when the garage opens because my office is right there. He had a guest leaving his podcast and he's saying goodbye to them. And I'm like, I got to get like a clan clan uniform here. So, that like when I hear him saying goodbye to guests, I like open the door, I'm like, hey, Lex, how's it going? Like the wacky sitcom neighbor. And he has to explain, oh no, it's just Michael. He's just like that. So, if someone wants to send me a clan uniform to add to the seven I already have, yeah, that'd be really great. No, but Lex is really one of, he has, for someone who is made of uh, um, string and wires, he has like the biggest heart, maybe, of anyone I know. I think that, they like bring you fruit baskets. No, he's very kind of keeps himself and I I, I really don't want to be like always knocking his door. I want to respect his space. I don't like that kind of thing. But he really takes a lot of stuff to he's very passionate about things. So this this him online is a lot like what he is in real life. He's he maybe he's like a lot funnier in person, like a lot more jokey. Maybe it's because of me. But he really
1: cares a lot about people, something I, I can't relate to at all bro Cody says tim not that i'm counting or anything but you're 0 and two with rap artists on your podcast fair
5: that's, point that's true <laughs> have I, we had any other rappers had, i could bring tom, more
1: tom mcdonald please yeah, come McDonald's on the show Get ready. give us one victory Step I, could, up to the I, point. I could
3: bring some more if you want oh yeah
1: luke Did luke was the one luke account? was the one who wanted kanye it. on the show hey one
4: pissed off and hippie tweet at me really quick so i can see your count.
3: and the other guy who uh you know with the slapping the ready to oh, yeah.
1: ready to rumble says Tim your chat has become toxic hater vomit you know people are allowed to say things even if they don't like me so it's like the you know what do you do Keep if, if people show invasion. up and they get in the chat and they start saying that they don't they don't they don't like the show or I'm bad or whatever I'm like okay but it, your chat's
3: really dynamic
1: I mean it goes yeah. very very fast yeah, yeah. well we, we I try we to have, read all
3: the chat do we we, yep. we have to put it on Just slow mode oh okay
1: and subscriber oh, okay subscriber only and so all the people who hate me are subscribing. And they want to say they don't like me. And they're allowed to say they don't yeah, like me. Yeah, of course. So, you know. Take I, that, catch during, that check. During Occupy, I was live streaming. Um, and it was like all these leftist, like liberal people who were watching, of course. And then a bunch of conservatives came in and started smack talking and everything. The viewers that were like more left, we had like 2,000 viewers at the time my, on my phone. They were like, Tim, you got to ban these people. You got to ban them. And then I just said, why would I ban them? They're allowed to talk. They're yeah. allowed to, They're allowed to dislike me. They, they don't have to agree with Occupy Wall Street. They want to know what's going on, too. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, this Tim guy's pretty cool. And they started like saying, "Like, oh, OK, we're going to keep trolling, but we appreciate that you're letting us. And I'm like, just don't spam, guys. At the end of the day, you got to appreciate the trolls. OK, you know?
2: I got to call Bull- No one's ever called you cool. I don't believe this
1: story for a second. I bet you could. I it's bet- not Tim cool. No. Uh, not yet. But there are other words that rhyme with cool.
5: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Case glazed <closed.
1: laughs> That's right. So they've called me those things, too. <laughs> i i've called you those things on this show there's a lot he of calls people me, he yeah. calls me pym tool off the air
3: <laughs>
1: you
2: know dim, what i think fool do you know what i think the funniest name for trump was and it took them four years to think of this tronald dump <laughs> <laughs> i'm like that's actually a good one <laughs> yeah,
4: that's a good one
2: i sent you his uh oh, twitter
4: okay. by the way
1: i think it's one pissed I'll, I'll just hippie. reply to
2: yours did you dm me i
1: just messaged it yeah okay, perfect Jack Ryan says, Milo declared on on your November 9th show, you cannot give people the First and Second Amendment unless they're Christian. You just can't. Those are rights that I that I, a non-believer, fought for, and better men have died in war to protect for all American citizens. He said non-believer. Wait, can you repeat that? I don't remember that. Yeah, I'm I i, I, I I'm pretty sure he said something like that. You said you can't call a non-believer Christian? No, he said, you cannot give people the First and Second Amendment unless they're Christians. You just can't. It was a it was a quote. Um, or yeah. I think it was from him. He said, those are rights that I... Oh, okay, I think Jack Ryan is saying that. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Milo said you cannot give people the First Second Amendment unless they're Christian, you can't. Then Jack Ryan is saying, those are rights that I, a non-believer, fought for and better men have died for to protect for all American yeah, citizens. Of course. Yeah, I think a lot of Christian beliefs are in our system, our agnostic system. So
2: you can, you can still run the, I don't know if you need to be a Christian. I, I think literally over 90% of Christians who believe in the Second, 95% would agree that everyone has the right to, to protect themselves. Michael. What, well, yeah.
1: It's episode six six six. Yeah, on the three hundred thirty third day of the year. Yeah, which equals nine nine nine. Yeah, and I read it at nine forty five, and half of nine is four point five, and there were currently fifty four thousand viewers, which equals nine. Wow, Herman that Cain pr- is that proves H- it. Herman Cain is spinning in his grave.
2: Yeah, see so a numerologist too. No, he had that nine 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 plan. Remember? No, nine nine
3: nine. Yeah, nine. Let's see. And then uh, Michelle Pris- Bachman
1: said, "Turned upside down." The, oh, there's, a, there's a German glimps. joke there. Proshalto live says, "So sick of Lex being shoved down my throat. Lex has the most boring vanilla opinions on everything. That,
3: uh, <sighs> he does get recommended everywhere. Fine,
1: that's, but that's the point. That's, is, that's I, the point I, that we we're making is that like the recommend, like YouTube. He he probably has more recommendations than any other podcast. I, I I'm gonna. I'm
2: sorry. I never thought. I."
1: I, I if I, 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 I'm not saying, I I'm not saying anything bad about him. I didn't like think
2: this. I well I, that person is and I'm going to I'm happy to defend Lex I don't think he has boring vanilla pains there I think I think his big principle and what he's doing well pushing to do is for people to be kinder to one another to listen to each other one another and to be less antagonistic and more uh, cooperative and I think that's a great message that I don't entirely agree with.
1: All right, Edward says, Ian rolled a 20 and malice deflected. Ian is right. Government by the community depends on the community. Dude lives in a fantasy and it's hilarious. What? Well, He's, he's what in awe. He's in awe. The debate about- tactic worked. Yeah, yeah that- <laughs> thank you.
4: Uh, community, government. Well, the, the, like, the, there's going to be a form of governance no matter what. Correct.
2: I'm not disagreeing with that. Yeah. Troy Rubert says, Don't forget <laughs> he, he has. Neither Ian disagree with that either. Right. Okay,
1: yeah. It's the scope and scale of the All current right. yeah, government yeah, 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 that's sure. the big problem. Troy Rupert says, Don't forget he has synesthesia and he, uh, he sees sound. Do you, Ian? Kanye. Okay. synesthesia. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. I think I do too sometimes. When I, when I listen to music and play music, I visualize it, the note. If the note goes up, I visualize it on a line graph and I can see it. And sometimes it'll become a three dimensional graph. Oh, cool.
1: Okay.
5: Yeah. That's interesting. Is it? I do as well. Fun word. fact. I'll explain it later, though.
1: Red Vista says, just a point for the discoverability of your channel. The way I discovered this channel is I looked up Joe Rogan drama when he was being canceled and just filtered search by max views and got here. Wow, Interesting. People complain often that you'll search for my name and it's nothing but haters. Like people are trying to find this show and they find nothing but people hating on me. Wow. And this has happened to other people. I'm not going to drag into the conversation, but other prominent people who are not establishment aligned are like, if you get the establishment left channels Ragging on you instead of the people actually trying to find the show. Wow.
4: Yep. I do think that he, algorithmically, if I type in someone's name, it should take me to their channel first. Of course. And then mm, that's every- a no
1: brainer. Yeah. Yep. All right. Track Media only says, someone needs to tell Malice that some people still buy iPhones. So yes, people will buy products made by slave labor. I, I think that point was made, right? Yes. You were like, oh, well, you know. Thank you for informing me that people still buy iPhones. Thank you for
3: this new information.
2: <laughs> I'm not going to buy
1: an, uh, I'm not going to buy Apple. Yeah. Not
3: anytime soon. I'm fed
1: you know, up with You Apple. won't be able to. Well, to be, be fair, coming. I, I want to make sure I clarify. We have Apple devices here because we're building an app and we're, we're, we started building an iOS app. I'm not a big fan of Apple, but I recognize people use it. I would love to see X phone from Elon or something. But uh, I prefer Android. I use Android. I got Android here. It is what it is. Maybe you know, can make phone P H O with the umlaut N.
2: Just fun, fun, fun. Yeah, fun, <laughs>
1: All right, everybody. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button? <laughs> subscribe to the channel. Share the show with your friends. Become a member at Timcast.com. We're gonna have a members-only show coming up for you at 11 p.m. over at Timcast.com, where you can click the join us button, sign up, and support our work. You can follow the show at Timcast IRL. Follow us on Instagram. You can follow me personally at TimCast basically everywhere. I post stupid things on Twitter if you want to see them. Michael, do you want to shout anything out?
2: Uh, you could follow me at twitter.com slash Michael Malice. There's a few hundred copies left, signed hardcovers, and once they're gone, they're gone. That's the top tweet on twitter.com slash Michael Malice. And you're welcome. Uh, it's going to be great for the rest of the year, and I'll be back very soon to launch The White Pill, A Tale of Good and Evil, which is a book I've been working on for two years. We'll order pizza and wings when you, when we do it.
3: Okay. Thanks for coming and helping me deal with the statist and uh, collectivists (laughs) here. I I appreciate the You're all a bunch of of
2: socialists. Wait, wait, can I tell that story quickly? Go ahead. When Mises, Ludwig von Mises with the Mount Pelerin Society and uh, Milton Friedman and all of them were discussing how in a free society you could still have um, some kind of progressive income tax and Ludwig von Mises stood up and said, you're all a bunch of socialists and stormed (laughs) out of the room.
3: You bunch of socialists. My YouTube channel is uh, youtube.com forward slash we are change. I just did a video about Elon, China. Check it out. It's up there right now. And if you're a member of LukeUncensored.com, I did a video about all the behind-the-scenes things that were happening here. Check it out, LukeUncensored.com. See you there right after this broadcast. Thank you again so much for having me.
4: It's yes, fallmediaincrossland.net. All my social media, Ian Crossland, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Minds. The list goes on. Michael, great to see you again, brother. Uh, where, when people watch You're Welcome what time of day what day I drop it
2: Wednesdays at like in the evening like usually around 7
4: alright cool. thanks for coming man what's happening Serge?
1: and I'm still Surge.com with the high energy coming through <laughs> 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 love you guys thanks for checking it out alright everybody yesterday. we will see you all over at TimCast.com thanks for hanging out Nick.
0: with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere